and we are live. Hey, Concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's good? Happy Sunday, honey. It is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. How are you? It is. Um, I'm good. I am in a good mood. I am, have been a bit productive this morning. And yeah, it's Sunday. So it's chill day for me because I have been um, doing stuff all week. So I have to go to the grocery store and um, I have to cook Sunday dinner. But aside from that, I'm trying to chill. What about you? How are you doing and how has um, the end of your week been, the latter part of your week been? Um, everything has been lit. And I mean, like super lit. Okay. Um, I was like my I had family come through or whatever. And I have been like, baby, I'm not generally the person with the calendar. Like, oh, I have this to do. Oh, I have a full schedule this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm doing that. You know, I'm usually pretty much laid back and chill. And when I say I've been running like a chicken with my head cut off, (laughs) it has been something going on like every day. And so um, today will be like, and and, uh, you would think uh, Curlin would let me get somewhere and chill out today, but no, he ain't on that. He's like, uh, yeah, you know, we got to do this. We got to go take care of that. (laughs) Um, oh, I know you didn't come here to sit down. Like, I'm, I'm sure you didn't come here to sit down. So, uh, he burst that little bubble, baby. <laughs> he gonna have you busy, baby. Uh-uh. Baby, Curlin got me doing something strange for a piece of change around this Listen. thing. Like, baby, that thing got me working, and I'm no like, chilling for you. Uh, he was like, oh, you can take your ass out and party and do this, that, and the third. Uh, so oh. you need to keep that same energy, boo. Wow. And I, I'm like, <laughs> on the seventh no day, the Lord said break. rest. And <laughs> he, he said, not today, boo. Not baby. today. <laughs> he was like, uh, yeah, you need to put on your clothes and uh, make Dang. sure that we... He got Girl, a I, I literally you. was like, oh, so you're going to go run the errands while I'm doing the show, right? And he was like, mm, no, I I thought we, it was something we can do together. I'm like, oh. oh. No, baby, go ahead and run them errands. I am tired. I just got off the road, too. Go ahead. Baby, home. no <laughs> rest for the weary, honey. <laughs> no I think it's weary. funny, though. I, I'm... I'm... <laughs> I'm kind of laughing at your pain because (laughs) right. I'm like, I will be able to come back, kick up my feet. Um, his house is already clean. I can Mm -hmm. get somewhere and sit down. Um, maybe we can order in something. No, ma'am. I was not even even tripping on paying for it. Like I would pay for dinner. Some child, like said, oh, keep your money and come on and put them clothes on. Let's go, baby. Pretty much, <laughs> he was like, uh, "Oh no, darling, you know we can go. We can grab lunch while we're out." Oh um, my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, so I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Hilarious. I really thought I was about to. Uh, yeah, I thought I was gonna get him in. He don't have no sympathy for you at all. <laughs> Not even a little piece, girl. Mm-mm. So. You know, I'm I was so used to getting my way. Mm-hmm. And um I had curtain kind of confused, babe. I really did. <laughs> I really did. So you know, I'm you got like the right one. 
yeah, I'm like, oh, Curlin's gonna let me do what I want to do, baby. No, baby, it's no, like, um, yeah. So I be having to get my permission slip, slip signed. Oh, listen, Child, it's real out here, y'all. It it's is. Real. It's real. I can feel you on that. Um, it definitely is real in the field. But um, yeah, I need a day of rest. See, because I'm always ripping and running, my fiance is always like, you need to sit down. You need to stop doing so much. That can wait. And I'm like, no, it can't because <laughs> it's going to mess with my mental. Hmm. And then I'm going to be thinking about it the entire time I'm trying to sit down and rest. So no, I need to go ahead and knock it out. Child, I was saying the same thing. I need to get somewhere and sit down and rest. And Colonel's like, no. Mm -hmm. Your ass should have rested while you was in Jackson. This, you, That's you back, funny. You, you back here. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll figure something out uh, after we get everything. Work. I won't do it. So I'm like, uh, okay. Putting you to work. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, But what else is going on? Well, first off, we got a super chat from Marquise912. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He says, a lot of these great value men would make great husbands and have potential to build better, but women think they're too good for them. This is the problem. We're going to talk about that, Marquise. We're going to get off into all of that. Um, We just want to kind of get the pleasantries out the way first. Um, what else is going on? I see a, 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 it's been like a somber week, like everything going on with DMX. And like, that is just so sad to me, the, the, the latter part of the week. And, you know, social media has just been filled with people celebrating his life and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that's I haven't seen much going on in the way of um, celebrity news. Aside from, um, you know, everybody kind of giving an outpouring of support for DMX. I, I, I heard yeah. a rumor that um, Jay-Z and Beyonce are supposed to be purchasing his masters to gift to his children. You know what? That would actually be really, really dope. That yeah, would be dope. Well, and um, it hopefully, hopefully um, they don't run through the money excessively. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know what I've noticed with um generational wealth. Um, I think it it takes about two generations for people to actually run through all the money. So yeah, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. So I hope they do the right thing. Um, and it's kind of interesting, like when you build for your kids and you've uh done everything you're supposed to do to make sure that they're secure, then for you to pass away i'm sure you don't care if you die but for you to pass away and that money not be like a generational after generational thing um yeah. i don't think we necessarily teach our kids about money at an early enough time mm -hmm. frame as opposed to how to spend and beg but teaching them how to save and how to invest in um working smarter not harder you yeah. know i don't think we do a lot of um investing into our children like that which is uh, a big thing. So, yeah, I agree um, with that. I definitely do. Um, um, shout out to Edward Bailey for the super sticker. We really appreciate you. And shout out to Demetrius. He says they about to open the seven pages of Mutta. Seven, seven different, different haymakers man. on y'all. Y'all better oh. dodge. Listen, we used oh. to it though. Like oh. we used to, we used to y'all oh. coming with the smoke. I mean, like. 
What else is new? Leo talking about some, he remembers when I said black women don't look down on average working blue collar brothers. Am I still sure about that? I haven't even said anything and y'all coming with the mad. Baby, they over here ready for your ass. You need to come on with it, sister, because they they here, honey. You know what? We're going to talk about it, though. But I wanted to say, I think you have a great point um, when you talk about, um, you know, there is a, we, we don't kind of take the time out to ensure that our children are um have like you know are financially savvy uh when they go out into the world we don't talk have conversations with them about even legacy building building generational wealth investing creating their own businesses creating multiple streams of income there is a huge void as it relates to that um but i do still think that it's a uh, you know an awesome um show of display of love for if the, if it's true for Beyonce and Jay-Z to purchase the man's masters and um, gift it to his children, because that money, that's money that, um, you know, they, that, that DMX's music is going to live on for, you know, years and years and years to come. So that will be a stream of income that they always have. So as long as they don't sell it, of course. Um. <laughs> and, um and shout out to Eisen. Eisen said uh, Jay Z is doing this mess for PR. This is a whole. So he just wants uh, to be seen in a good light. I you have to that, really. But I yeah. Um. And Eisen, you know, you have some people who just can't do anything wrong. You have people like that. Um. No matter what they do, they'll still have the support and people behind them. They generally don't. Uh. They don't never really be seen in a bad light. And even if they are seen in a bad light, people will still find a way to justify them doing bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I call it that Derek Jackson magic. Uh. (laughs) I be wanting that kind of magic on me to where y'all be like, I just love Sister George. I don't know. Oh, no matter what you do. (laughs) Yeah. I be needing that kind of loyalty from people. That's Hmm. funny. Um, I saw that Derek Jackson talking. <laughs> I saw Derek Jackson repost um, like condolences to DMX and Cameron went <laughs> off on him. And I thought that was unnecessary though. Despite whatever his character is, the man is just you know extending condolences to the man's family. Like Cameron and you, <laughs> brother, Cameron, like you ain't, ain't really a man of great nothing. character. Right. I'm like the way you did Juju. I'm, I'm saying like who talking dog? Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? No, not yeah. you. Um, and 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 the this is what I I kind of got pissy because I seen the game say something about people giving DMX condolences and not giving him his roses while he was yeah, living. and it was a woman who said something, and I forget who the woman was. I think she's probably irrelevant, but I was just kind of sitting there and I'm like, uh, DMX was um. 90 late 90s early 2000s culture um mm-hmm. when you think of dmx you think of hits you think of the feelings you had you think of the moods you were in you think about what kind of fun stuff you did in the 90s to early 2000s whatever dmx mm-hmm. was a mark of a culture and i do think people gave dmx's roses while he was absolutely living. um even when dmx was out here doing crazy stuff um doing all kinds of stuff 
people did not throw DMX under the bus. People, I don't really see remember X people always got love. People are right. like I don't. I'm talking about he could walk down any hood. Everybody loved DMX and his like raw, uncut vulnerability and honesty, even despite yes. whatever he was battling, he was always so open and had such a spiritualness to him. That man would like he was about to rap about the craziest stuff, but he was always gonna lead with prayer first. Like, come yeah. on, no, yeah, they were that was like that was a stretch. And I'm like, uh, people gave that man that gave that man his props. Absolutely. And if people want to celebrate him, if even if I have not heard a DMX um album in 20 years, if I want to send condolences and give the man props uh for the stuff that he did do. There's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like people uh, actually use that as a clout chase, as a form of clout chase. But, you know, that's my opinion on yeah. it. I think they are doing it for a clout chase as well. I agree, but definitely, uh, you know, sending prayers and, uh, you know, uh, out to his um, loved ones, to his ex-wife and, you know, their children, to his fiance. And they have a small baby. Like, their baby is like three or something. Girl, so, uh, yeah, X was still that. out here slinging. Yeah, clearly, because she looked like she about thirty, baby. She looks young as heck. So Child. yeah, I'm definitely sending my condolences to all of them because that's unfortunate. And now you know this baby is literally growing up without his father, and that's just so sad. I mean, for all of his children to be missing him, despite like what kind of you know turmoil or tumultuous relationship they had with him. Um, you know, that's hard. Like losing a parent is, is, is difficult. So, um, yeah, but, um, anyways, mm. uh, uh, shout out to Moses Hannon. He says, don't let this rant distract y'all from the fact that DMX was drugged by an adult in the thirties yep. when he was 14, mm -hmm. who laced his blunt with crack. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that last session, how he came out and said this was like the guy who he was robbing with in the streets. This was like his best friend and he, you know, someone who he trusted, you know, explicitly and um, man gave a baby a blunt laced with, with crack. Like what type of what type of sick, sick person would do something like that? Um, it's um, despicable. When you talk about drug use and um, drug addiction. Okay. or whatever um so a lot of people will make it sound like it's just a choice um that people actually want to be seen out here in a certain light that people just don't care and this mm -hmm. that, and the third and i think it's so much so much more deeper than somebody just doing drugs and um wanting to see somebody else out there on drugs i mm -hmm. think um the drugs take such a control over people like it's it's deep and um you know most people never come back from crack i think i've i've oh, seen yeah. a lot of people kind of cope and are like functioning crack addicts but a lot of people actually don't come back from the addiction itself. Yeah, you're gonna deal with that addiction for the rest of your life. And 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 right. to be completely honest, I don't know if um he like his family is saying that it wasn't drugs that he had taken the COVID vaccine two days mm. before he had a heart attack. So I don't know what it is, but uh, I I certainly hope that it comes out. And I would love for um them to kind of um 
determine exactly what it was because I think that that is that's just tarnishing. You know, this man has fought addiction for his entire life. If he did not die from a drug overdose, that needs to be uh, made clear because you know that that's that still is tarnishing to who he was as a person and what he was but doing do in the latter part of his life, trying to fight addiction and you know on the road to recovery. If if he did not die of an overdose, that needs to be made clear. But I think that um, they would rather say he died over an overdose versus um, the vaccine shot, because I do think there is a push to have everybody vaccinated. And if you're telling people that people are dying from being vaccinated, um, that's less people to get vaccinated. And that's also less money for those companies that are producing vaccinations. So, yeah, but they can't say like they might not come out and say he died over the because of uh, receiving the COVID vaccine, but they would be able to say that there were no drugs in his system, that he died of a heart attack, that it would be clear that it wasn't drug induced. Yeah, um, I think that the machine, um, so to speak, has uh, less, you know, like there's not really anything to gain um, if they say that he was um, on drugs. And then, uh, you know, if you say a person is on drugs, this, that, and the third, it's easier to steal money. It's easier to say that this person didn't handle their finances. It's easier to do a lot of things when you say that a person overdosed. Yeah. Um, and people, when people are on drugs, of course, that takes away credibility. And yeah, so um, when, you're, when you take away a person's credibility, yeah. um, you I don't agree with that. Them. We know that he had a, a, a life of battling drug addiction, but they don't have right. to say that he there were drugs in his system. And we did a toxicology report to say uh, he died and it wasn't related to the vaccine because we know that, you know, he, I'm certain that he wasn't in the best of health. After doing years of drug, you have a very poor heart. They don't have to make it seem as though he was doing drugs. They could literally say his heart gave out. Like, you know, you, you weaken your heart from doing like crack cocaine for for you know, 40 years. So um, I do think, though, that um, it, it, they've already kind of like the New York Times posted something which was so sickening a few days after he fell ill, um, saying that um, talking about all of the homes he lost during his his um yeah, <laughs> during his uh, career. And then did you see how they also posted like the uh, side by side of him and Prince Philip girl? Maybe I'm not I'm, like, this. <laughs> why? Like, you know what? <laughs> but but you know what? Uh, they won't ever talk about the royal family and say that the royal family did this, that, and the third to whatever people. Um, they won't talk, girl, because there's so many, so many scandals, like so many scandals. Um, DMX hasn't done a quarter of the shit that the child. Hmm. Okay, but when they talk about their own. You know, there's a need to place them above. Um, this family has this kind of legacy. They've never did this, that, and the third. But when DMX has had his own legacy, and not to say that he wasn't, he was, he did what he did. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's always a need to uplift one and down the other, even though um, the other one could have done something so detrimental, so disgusting. Um, cause we ain't never heard about X playing with children, but we've heard all kind of, uh, uh, shit about the, you know, I ain't gonna go. Yeah, listen, but, it's so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, that was interesting how they drew that contrast about the beloved, um, Prince Philip and then the, the, um, 
the drug well, addicted crackhead DMX. Yeah, like DMX wasn't out here with these beats and these this music and stuff. Listen, Honey, and he poured and, into and, everybody. And People showed yeah. how DMX would come into restaurants and mop the floor, wash dishes. Like he never, you know, he he like my uh, I know someone that uh, I've known for many years, and she does she's into production, and she had um they had booked DMX to do something on on one of the shows she was um producing, and um in route the the taxi was like stuck in traffic so he's like no i'm gonna walk the rest of the way it's you know two miles ahead so uh yeah. in walking he literally was stopping talking to fans and was like two hours late because he's stopping and like like he never you know shied away from stopping and pouring into people and you know sharing his knowledge and wisdom with people and, and, and his story so like there is a power in that and no one can um make us believe otherwise and i'm glad that we as a people aren't like like I, I haven't seen us uh like condemning him i, I think that we've all right. been able to acknowledge that he was a flawed human like we all are but his raw truth and honesty that he lived in was like so impactful right 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 but, um shout yeah. out to sweet melody speaks for Aww. the super chat she says hit the no she says hit the like button <laughs> thank, thank you melody, melody. <laughs> thank you boo but um yeah definitely blessings to x just you know whew, it's, it's it's such a uh, awful thing but you know um now i have seen a better a place I have seen a portion of people and y'all hoes need to be ashamed of y'all stuff. That divestment community, baby. What the baby? Uh, the oh divestment community. Oh, we. Oh, we. They trifling. So they going in baby. on a black man. They don't miss an opportunity, do they? Baby, no. No, not at all. Not at all. So you hoes need to be ashamed of yourselves. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Y'all need uh, y'all ass beat. Mm. Oh Shout out to Demetrius again. He says, y'all going to talk to us Gen Zers next time? I don't know. What, what you, you want to talk is. about, Demetrius? Let us know. Um, talk about to y'all Gen Zers about what? Um, but yeah, let's, 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 you better dive off into this, child. Child, or, or wait, you did you have anything else that, that we need to get out of the way first? I'm sorry. Uh, not really anything that we can get out of the way. I did want to talk okay. about crazy kids parties. So, oh, what, what about crazy kids parties? Okay, Fabulous has a stepdaughter, and um, the stepdaughter is uh, Emily B's daughter. Yeah, Emily B's daughter, and um, her and her fiance, they uh, G Herbo, guess, G Herbo, he, his son had a birthday party. Mm -hmm. So I'm noticing they got like a money gun. They oh, I've seen uh, that. And I'm I'm sitting there like you remember back in the day when kids wanted like Barney and Baby, the mutant listen. the teenage mutant. When Ninja I was Turtles? a kid, we had hot dogs, cake, and ice cream, and ran around in the backyard. Duh. <laughs> what you talking about? Like I'm like we had none of that. We got hell, a gift, but you got your hot dogs and ice cream and and chips and ran around in the backyard. Listen, listen. You know, um, and I have a, I have a little boy. I, you know, mm -hmm. my, my son's nine. Honey, I literally got ready to spend some money on Solomon for his birthday. You know, mm -hmm. um, to throw him like a little nice party or whatever. But, yeah. girl, when I say Solomon show his natural black ass, uh oh, and he snatched that party away from that baby. Baby, I don't play. 
I was like, I don't, I don't believe in rewarding bad behavior. And I'm not going to salute you and pedestalize you when you over here showing your ass. I just don't, I just don't get down like that. And yeah, so um, Solomon did end up with like a little cake and ice cream, but you know, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go over, go out here and spend hundreds of dollars. Yeah. But I can't see myself spending thousands of dollars for uh, a, a eight-year-old, a nine-year-old. I, I just baby was turning it. three, too. Um, yeah. I do, I do think that, you know, they operate in a different realm to, you know, what you, what would be hundreds of dollars to you, maybe thousands of dollars to them. So I, mean, I think that, that, they that, do. that is exactly, I think that's exactly it. But then um, what do you think about the parents? buying their kids like Gucci shoes when their kids want the little uh light, light up, up uh Walmart <laughs> joints. Um okay so I have to say like I never bought my kids light ups. My mom would like she bought them light ups and I'm like you gotta they gotta leave these at your house because they're not wearing them with me. Like I would I was that parent. You're not wearing no light ups with me. Get your little air ones and um <sighs> let's go on ahead and go. Well, I, oh, like, you my, was Yes, my kids don't wear no character shoes with me. You wear that at your grandma's house. Like you're not wearing that with me. Um, so yeah, I understand it. I'm not buying my kid. I mean, like kids. If if my kid just like love, like kids fall in love with these characters. If my kid loved trolls, and we go into a store and they see troll shoes, I probably would get them. But they would be there play around the house shoes but you ain't going outside with me with those shoes on i'm not that parent i'm too controlling like people parents who let their kids pick out their clothes at three and they have on cowboy boots and a sweatsuit and you know a velour <laughs> hoodie like i oh, know i know that that's like so cool that it's giving your child the free you know showing your child how to make choices and allowing them to be creative but i'm you better not eat that you got dr- you listen listen so you know how they are the guy that like I've I've heard mo- most men say this right, the women be dressing their children up like you like the chi- like you <laughs> want the children to be their boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, listen, so I would say that um, and I have to show you this picture um because I you know I'm a, I was a single mom mm-hmm. um now Solomon's dad. It was has always been in the picture or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, we weren't in the same living environment um, for very long after Solomon was born. Right. And so I dressed Solomon how, you know, I saw kids being dressed. Mm-hmm. And I remember having Solomon in like a little polo shirt. Um, I had put him on some little glasses. Solomon was fly, but mm-hmm. it made me laugh because he was dressed like... <laughs> So it was dressed like what was he dressed like? He was just like a little nigger. And I was oh, like, okay. oh man. And an older lady was like, Y'all just don't dress them like kids anymore. <laughs> and it made me feel some type of way because he wasn't dressed like a little boy. He was just like he was like 15, 16 or whatever. Oh, but um, it made me think about that. And I was like, damn, the guys weren't lying when, when they said that, you know, and I was like, oh, we do dress them like like little men as opposed to uh, putting them, you know, and I've noticed the difference between like white women, black women. I don't really see uh, a lot of white girls kind of dress their children in like adult clothing, so to speak. And I mean, like only the uh, ones I think they black. that part. 
that part. And so when I thought about that, I was like, yeah, that's a that's that's really something very interesting. But, you know, with the grandmas and like I had a a, my mom was uh, my mom was still like. My mom was still out and about, honey. Miss Tracy was out in these streets. Like, Miss Tracy was like, <laughs> I like, babysit. Still kicking it. What you yeah, mean? like, Miss, my mom was like, I babysit every now and then, but. That's surprising because you were older when you had um, Solomon. Yes. I mean, like, what, you know, you were grown, grown. So you would have thought but she would have been like, okay, I'll keep him. Yeah, but now I would say this, that was her only grandchild. But I was more so on the fact that. That was my child. My yeah. child was gonna be my child. Um, yeah. Nobody's gonna watch my child like I was gonna watch my child. So yeah. yeah, honey, that was my child, and that's what I was gonna do. That was mine. And so then, you know, it was basically me and Solomon for a long time. For a long time, and I was baby. When I say I was tired, <laughs> baby, I was I tired. Because my experience was different. My mom was like, my mom, my kids were over my mom's house every. First of all, I was a team mom, number one. And then, even aside from that, though, I have so many siblings, and like, my kids were the favorites. So you know, they everybody, all, and I have a huge family. Everybody wanted me to bring them over. Bring the girls over. Can they stay? Like you know, so. Um, I didn't have that experience. Like my kids never went to a daycare. Like I always had so much family. And then my mom Ooh, was like so really hands on, like, you know, she like, you know, you don't know what you're doing with them, baby type, but you know how mothers step in and take over. Cause they're like, you're young and you don't know what you're doing type of thing was her right. initial attitude. And then they just were really, 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 really attached to my mom. So um, my experience was different, but I, I understand what, you know, I still, you know, even when they were gone away from me, I would call them every morning. Did you put on the pink shorts with the pink shirt that I had on top oh, of the bag? Controlling, like, controlling. Oh, yes. Yes. Did oh. you switch out your barrettes? Like have one of your aunts switch out. Your, like I was, oh, always. Oh, my you, kids were you, like 13 oh. and 14 and they would go visit family and I would call and do that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I got issues, but go ahead on. Um, you ready to get off into this topic? <laughs> Are we ready to talk about this topic, child? We want to oh, know, though. The great, the great value, value men, men yeah. honey. Great value men, men. like the Walmart child. Walmart, Walmart's Walmart, <laughs> as the folks in the country would say, Walmart, honey. Walmart, but um, Walmart, honey. Uh, Down in the country, honey. Um, they hold the same standards as um, high value men. That, that's what I want to know. Like. There has been an influx of discussion surrounding high value men, their expectations, what they um, expect from a woman, what they won't settle for as it relates to women. But I notice a lot of men that would not be considered high value are holding those same dang standards. What's up with that? I think that y'all lean y'all heads real close. Y'all lean y'all heads in real close. Uh Oh, I think you niggas are delusional. <laughs> Wait, what? Not, I think you're delusional. Let us know why. Listen, baby. Homeboy is fly every time you see him. Mm-hmm. He got on a nice suit. Their haircut ain't a hair out of place. Mm. 
He fly. He got a nice ride. He got his credit straight. He I'm looks good. He smells like a million. Nice watch. Dollars. You know, nice watch. Nice watch. Every time you see him, he got a new one out. Listen, nice his pocket square in this, mm. in this uh, suit jacket. You know, a suit jacket for all different occasions. Got the pinstripe. Got nice sport coats when he's not wearing a suit jacket. Got uh, ensuring that they're tailored. I mean, come on, like that's the high value man. He looks right? like a million dollars. He smells like a million dollars. <laughs> Yes. He is that guy. Mm -hmm. Not only that, though, he has a network of men. Mm -hmm. He has power. Absolutely. He's re well respected in the circles he travels in. Mm, that part. Mm -hmm. That part. That part. Uh, Leo, you ain't seen shit yet, baby. <laughs> you ain't seen shit. <laughs> Leo mm. was waiting. <laughs> baby, they ready. But, uh, uh, yeah. So when you talk about a high value man and what a high value man really represents mm -hmm. and what a high value man looks like, then y'all want us to make distinctions. Y'all don't want us to make distinctions between high value men. But now if it comes to a dime versus a two, y'all want us to be real clear on what that is. So absolutely. And you're going to be clear on what a, what a high value man is today. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Y'all be okay. Going. Y'all yeah. gonna be okay. Y'all gonna be fine. Listen. But, hmm. Listen. So look, this is the other killing part that kills me. So as women, we're expected, we're we're told that you 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 average at best. You cannot have the same standards as a dime. You a single mama. You can't have the same standards a as a single dime. mother trying to all type of baggage. Wait a minute, baby. Listen, Listen, a single mother trying to put herself in the same position as a dime. What I'm trying to tell you, a dime. Like, come on, how can you? You know, you overweight. You can't have the same um, standards as somebody that's fit. It's a whole list of things, a whole list of categories that y'all lump black women into that y'all ensure that you are you you fit this specific mold you are unable to come outside of this mold and share standards with somebody that's the cream of the crop so why is mm -hmm. it that today we want to have the discussion about great value men having the same standards as high value men and we already see that it's going to be a problem baby they're gonna be all right y'all gonna be fine take you to aspirin honey <laughs> get a bc powder <laughs> get a bc and a coke i'm gonna tell y'all the country way to do it if you slam that bc with a coke your headache will be gone in five minutes <laughs> guaranteed honey and oh that's that's God. secrets from the country baby okay secrets okay. from country living honey. How to do but, it. <laughs> but but y'all gonna be fine I promise mm -hmm. y'all gonna be fine. Um, the problem is y'all don't want to make y'all want to make distinctions when it's beneficial to y'all. Mm -hmm. And no, we're gonna talk about it. Um y'all go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. Go ahead. You I, finish I up feel and then like, uh now I, I will say that Kevin Samuels uh basically um Kevin has made the term high value men very popular. Right. Absolutely. Cool. Mm -hmm. We 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 got it. Absolutely. And I I, 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 I know a high value, we, we I know a high value man when I see one, just like y'all know it too when y'all see one. So mm -hmm. we can talk about both. What's up? I want to run down this list. So mm. uh when we talk about standards, the type of standards that we see great value men trying to share with high value men, I created an entire list. Okay. Oh, oh, so, oh. Those standards include that she must be feminine, submissive, 
fit, cooperative. They want her to work outside the home now because you got to. You got these great value men want you to pay 50 50 on the bills. She must Ooh. be listen. I'm trying to tell you, she must be domesticated. She must give sex on demand. However, her orgasms are not um, something that she's entitled to. Um, she must be kid free, but you want her to raise your children. Uh, she has to have dinner piping hot and ready uh, on the table when you walk through the door. Uh, you want her to wash your drawers. You want oh. her to call your mama every Sunday. Send oh. your mama Mother's Day gifts. You, uh, want, you want her to call mama and get her biscuit recipe. You want her oh. to pull out all, listen, pull out all the stops in the bedroom. Wake up at 6 a.m. to prepare your coffee as you walk out the door and prepare you a full course lunch. But, but wait a minute. You forgot oh. breakfast. Oh, yeah. Oh, listen, he better have a hot breakfast before he go off to work, too. Even though you going and working the same amount of hours outside the home as he is working and you got to have 50 on uh, 50 percent of the bills. Baby. Y'all see a problem with that? Uh, Karen White said it best because we're not doing this. We absolutely are not doing this. But concrete, but concrete, the problem is other men of other cultures get that from their women. <laughs> they, they get that from their women concrete those Listen. other women in those other cultures mm -hmm. they, they go out and they work and they cook the man's food and they, they 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 do they just nice to the men because they just mm -hmm. want to be nice to the men not understanding that these women will get the brakes beat off of them for not listen being that's the thing they like to draw that comparison about women that are in oppressed countries that they don't have the right to speak out that they don't have the right <laughs> to not be with the man to walk out if they're unhappy you want to draw a comparison to someone who's forced who's essentially enslaved they're looked at as property to women in a free society it, that's that's an unfair baby. Like, uh, so. These women, uh, no, no, these women love serving us. Hell, cause y'all are probably the nicest men that they didn't ever came across. Fuck listen, you, me. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. Prostitutes love serving Johns. Come oh. on now, look. Oh. I'm gonna tell you something you don't want to hear. Look, it's Forty the Lord's day. I'm telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Lord's day. I'm telling the truth all day today. You hear me? All day. Y'all get nothing but truth. Raw truth. Listen, honey, I'm uh, finding it out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Y Skinner Man Cave. He says, high value man does not mean you're a good man. Now, that's a fact. I, I will not disagree with that. But the list that I ran off, I find it uh, problematic that these men are a great value. They haven't reached their fullest potential. They're not high value in any sense of the word, but they have all of these expectations. They have all mm. of these uh, you know, high standards that they're not willing to bend on, but quick to tell a Black woman that her standards are too high, that her she won't, demand, wait, wait. That she won't listen, too much. So listen. She mm -hmm. she she working there like Sistin really did something with her life. Mm -hmm. Um, Sistin went and got her some degrees, and they uh, say they don't give a dang about it. But go ahead, they don't give a damn about it. Mm -hmm. mm. Sis uh -huh. is uh, sis might be a little overweight, but Sistin did something with herself. Sis mm -hmm. can cook, she can clean. Look, um, she six figures herself. But y'all want her to lower her, her standards? Mm -hmm. you, okay, this is what what you mean. You mean she don't want. 
She don't want um a nigga making forty thousand dollars. Who does she think she is? She don't want the fry cook at McDonald's. How dare her? She's looking down on black men. I find that problematic. hmm. You want her to lower her standards, all while you holding fast to whatever standards that you've created that will be equal to that of a high value man. Like, but let her let her fuck around and get pregnant by one. Let her mess around and get pregnant by one. What they say, concrete? What they say, mama. She a baby mama, and, and she she don't she. They, I've I've heard men in this space say that baby mamas don't don't um have the right to have the same standards as someone. No, girl, that you have to accept less. Listen, less you can't even hold your vagina to yourself, honey, because they have an expectation that you're ba- yes. being that you are a baby mama. Ooh, you need one. to give it. You need to be able to give it up on demand Absolutely. whenever somebody wants it from you. Let a woman with hmm. a child already say that she's practice practicing abstinence. Man, listen, she's gonna be everything abstinence. but a child of God. Abstinence. I'm trying to t- and Who like let her say she want to wait ninety days. They got a whole problem with it. A whole you problem. don't get to wait, baby. I'm you don't get calling to out the hypocrisy today. We are calling out the hypocrisy, like it or not. Shout out to Carolyn and she said these ladies woke up and chose violence today. Um, but I'm oh, here for a tell the truth. But Carolyn, we on their ass. Listen, they need to hear it. They need to hear it because it's too much hypocrisy. We see in them, we see them, you know, using these talking points time and time again regarding what they require from a woman. But if you check out what they have going on, you know, they're nowhere near that of a high value man. You need to reassess and 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 go back to the drawing board and recreate that list now come on baby they uh they listen to kevin they go over there and they listen to kevin mm-hmm. and while uh kevin they get does cup feel for the week i already baby. know it's like you you know like don't get me go wrong. to the church house mm-hmm. don't get me wrong Kevin has made valid points as it pertains Absolutely. to uh the black dynamic black relationship dynamic gotcha cool but uh let's keep it a buck Mm-hmm. Nah, dog. No, no. Y'all are not there at well, all. It's okay. That's okay. Yeah, it is. But we, we want to have the conversation. We got to acknowledge that you still have uh, some work to do. And in the meantime, while you still working, lower them standards, bro. Roll them standards. Just back. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can deal with the overweight chick. The overweight chick gonna she gonna treat you good. Two kids and a possible like I mean, come on, (laughs) not a possible baby. (laughs) Listen, not so possible. I'm trying to tell you, be a little, be a little flexible, fellas. We we need y'all to be a little flexible. I mean, but concrete, the the men of other cultures have better women than the United States. I'm not trying to hear that. Those those women are in oppressed countries. That's why when they come here, they flip the script. They like, oh, liberation. Uh, No, no, sir. I will not be cooking your food and washing your dogs. Listen, listen. That's why you can't bring them chicks back over here. So keep them in an oppressed country. So that's the only way. If that's the only way that you're getting gonna become like these the bitches over that, here. If that's the only way you can get feminine, submissive, cooperative women is if they're in a co- country where they have to be that way because they are oppressed and there are rules, regulations, and laws that keep them in place, then she's not being her true self. She's doing that because she doesn't have a choice. Just like, bl- like black women, like our great grandmamas who stayed in the mm. marriage because they couldn't work outside the home, they that stayed part. because they didn't have a choice. Even that though part. granddaddy had another, another family down the street they stayed Mm. because they could not leave they didn't have the resources oh 
shout out to Michael Jones. He says, we need you I to know. have a PhD making my food. You better testify, Mike, because ain't that what they want? If you want a woman to have a PhD in making your food, ensure that she doesn't have to work outside the home and or that she is with a high value man and she ain't having to split the uh, bills 50-50. <laughs> Shout out to Sean. He says, ladies, let's not forget the, that men and women are different and not equal. So therefore, the answer, yes, is the answer. Oh, to the question, can great value men hold the same standards as, uh, I, I understand that they're different and, and not equal. I, I don't, um, I don't. Uh, profess that men and women are the same. However, um, with that being said, a man a man who um, is on a different level than another man should not be embodying those same standards and be so rigid in his requirements as it relates to his mate. That's my opinion. Mm. Shout out to Demetrius. He says, y'all a trip. By the way, I can email y'all the topic idea. What, uh, what topic idea is, would that be? To the, be breakdown 20, the breakdown 2020 at gmail.com. And we, we're, we're thankful. We're not tripping. You know, we, we own it. You know, um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, bae. He's, excuse <laughs> me. Hey, day. Um, He oh. says, wow, y'all. Wow. Love y'all, though. Hashtag shit talking sunday you know um, it's you know we all one. we woke up on one this morning child. Absolutely. you know we did uh shout out to marquise he says not true i met my wife in middle school in miami gardens florida when she Im immigrates here hmm. when she was okay. an immigrant here um okay you, you you're we got accepted. uh you know, we got we, one we more Go we ahead, got sorry. one more. Uh, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, what does it mean that they are not a high value man? What standards are you saying is acceptable for a great value man to have? What does a high value man deserve that other men don't? Can okay. we keep that on the screen while we go down? Go ahead. You, yeah. Um, okay. So uh, if a high value man has invested this much into himself, he knows how to dress. He knows that power is a requirement. Um, high value men can say that uh, it's not cheating when he runs around on his woman and that he he's, what does he say when he's able to run around on his woman? Like what? he's able to do certain things that y'all act like this is what we're, we're coming to as a society. Because he's providing for her that um, he, he basically should be able to have his cake and eat it too. Yes. And the problem is y'all want to just do away with a pecking order or with an order of society. And that's not, that's not going to happen. Um, you have some men who do what they want and others who do what they can. And that's the difference. Um, when a man is powerful, a man is able to call the shots. Everybody's not able to call the shots. And I know, I know, I know y'all watch Kevin. And I know Kevin, Kevin makes y'all get out y'all's G.I. Joe. Like, go, Joe. I, I get it. I, I, I get it. You know, um, mm -hmm. Kevin makes you guys feel powerful while y'all are listening. But we have to go back to real life. Absolutely. Some of y'all are just not going to be that dude. And that's true. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so you can, you can, you can accept a, a big Bertha. Oh, you, no, you, you, you could deal with a Bertha, baby. <laughs> Bertha was my grandma's well, name, by the way. And Bertha was a good woman, baby. Y'all can listen, deal with a Bertha. That's the thing, too. 
Um, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. I think that for me, Black Wizard, the issue is that Black women are told that if they are not the cream of the crop, if they are not you know, um, the, at the highest, at their, at their best self, that they cannot have, um, you know, the same set of standards as a woman that is at her best self. If a black woman has hit the wall, has children, is overweight, um, is not domesticated, is not submissive, is not feminine, then she cannot have the same standards as a woman who has all of those things or, or, fits that mold. Um, and as a result, we're saying, well, shouldn't the same thing, shouldn't that the same thing um, be true for men on the other side? And the interesting thing is that I agree with the points that Kevin makes. If you listen to Kevin, he's talking to a specific He's talking about a specific uh, sect of men and yes. not everybody falls into that category. And he delineates. He says like he talks about men that aren't that don't fit that mold. So he makes that distinction. And as a result, men that don't fit that mold should not be holding so rigid to the same standards that men who fit that mold do. Like, I don't understand what would make a. OK, let me let me draw a parallel. Yes, me. What would make a, a man who, um, and this isn't about any one thing, so don't focus on any one thing that I'm saying, but let's say what would make a man who is non-degreed um, is, you know, a warehouse supervisor, makes $25,000 a year, um, lives uh, in his mom's basement, uh, you know, has his little pinto that gets him back and forth to work, mm. um, you know, is not well groomed. He does what he can when he can uh, feel as though he can have the same standards as a man who is working to be or, or has become his the best version of himself, has worked to overcome every obstacle. It, you know, is degreed or has his own business. Is it, Let's say he's an entrepreneur. As a result, he makes $150,000 a year. He has his own home that he owns, nice piece of land. He is well groomed. He is well respected. What makes a man, what makes a man A think that he can have the same standards as man B? He can't. Just the same as a woman with four kids who, uh, you know, is working at uh, Chick-fil-A, who is just trying to scrape by, who, you know, got to wait on that stimulus check in order to be able to pay the bills because things are mm. tough and she ain't getting no child support. And she definitely has a couple extra pounds as a result of, you know, uh, eating Chick-fil-A and whatever they have left over at the end of the night is what she takes home to feed the kids. <laughs> what makes her think that she can, what makes she her think that she can be on the same level as a woman that's 23 years, as, as a woman that's 23 years old, that is, you know, a size three that is, you know, has little natural curves. Let's say she, let's say she's slim thick, um, you know, extremely beautiful. She is, uh, you know, traveling in these affluent circles, no children. What makes woman A think that she could have the same standards as woman B? That we're literally just talking about the same thing um, as it relates to men, because that parallel between woman A and woman B is often drawn in these circles. And there's a, t a, 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 a um, specific delineation between those two women. And we constantly talk about how woman A does not deserve, uh, you know, the same type of man that woman B does, that woman A should not have the same standards as woman B does, that woman A is average at best and she needs to take what she can get. But you guys, she needs to do. 
Look, but y'all feel some type of way when we draw that delineation between men. How how crazy is that? Well, this is what I'm finding very interesting. Woman A and woman B can have sex with the same man. Mm-hmm. That that, that uh, that's what the problem is. Woman A and woman B can have sex with the same man, but uh, but it's how likely is it that woman B, uh, that woman A can um tie down the, the same man as she woman can't. B, he will wipe wife. She her, can't take care of all but, but, kids, but, but, in the back of his Porsche. Let me tell you what they'll say though. They'll say, well, if a woman is feminine, submissive, and beautiful. Um, no matter what her profession is, no matter what she has going on, she can pretty much have any man she wants as long as she's feminine, um, submissive, cooperative. Um, if she is all those things, then she can have uh, the type of man that she that she would desire. They'll say that. Um, but now, if she's out of shape, um, they'll say that's that's pretty much going to be a deal breaker. Um, right. If she doesn't have the most gorgeous face, that's going to be a deal breaker. Um, but like you said, they'll still want you to have all of these things, but exactly. they can't bring what a high value man brings to the table, the but point. they still want the same standards. And it's like, no, 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 no. Uh, um, I don't want y'all to get too, too ahead of y'all selves. Cause I get it. Kevin makes y'all feel very powerful when you listen to his shows. I be feeling some type of way when I listen to Kevin Shaw. I be like, Kevin is on a ass today. But mm-hmm. I don't want y'all to get too ahead of y'all selves, honey. Uh, Kevin is talking about a small percentage of men when he's when he refers he, to high he value. He constantly reminds his audience of that. And the fact that what Jeremy, I, I said I'm not talking about any one specific thing. I was highlighting a man and woman that's not living up to their best potential when I use the option as man, of man A and man B. I said I'm not talking about one specific thing. I was literally drawing an illustration of a person that's not living up to their full potential that's it that's all mm, mm. um shout out to black wizards he's uh says but what standards are you saying is unacceptable for example kevin says if you don't have blank then you sh- you don't deserve blank what are the blanks for you guys okay um if you are not making a certain amount of money um but you're saying that you want a complete dime are you saying that you're more deserving of a dime than somebody who, and I'm not saying that these things can't happen or a man that isn't making a certain amount of money can't get a dime. I've seen um, men with attractive women all the time. It happens. But if you're saying that you want complete submission, you want her to look like this. You want her to be this size. You want her to, um, you want her to be the perfect woman. You want her to be a size five you want her to have her real hair. You want her to um, be very, very cooperative. You want her to uh, be able to have sex like a porn star. Mm-hmm. Um, you want her to um, follow your every whim, your every lead. You want her to be happy doing all of those things. You want her to be um, a, a brain surgeon um, whose father has, a, whose father is a billionaire. You want all those things, but when you look at what you bring to the table as an average guy, as the average Joe, um, you're you're not any more deserving of a big girl who wants um, a Michael B. Jordan or something. You're you're the equivalent 
um, as her or or you're you're seen as the equivalent of her. Um, I know that um, within this sector, we want to look at, at at men the way men should be looked at, like men in other cultures do get valued and respected of their men. But then I have to think about it. How much is it really of value and respect when those women get their ass beat if they don't? Um, those women get treated like shit if they don't do those things. How much is it that they really want to do those things to a point to where you can't even bring them back to the States because you're afraid of them adapting to Western culture? How much is it, I is it of them? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Honey. No, I, I just wanted to say for me, um, I think that, uh, oh, I'm sorry, can you go back to the question? Because I was reading it as I was trying I'm to talk sorry. about it. Did, so did you lose sorry. it? No, if, if so, okay. thank you. Um, for me, it's um, I, I think that for me, it's important that you are being reasonable in your expectations. So I, I'm not like even focused on like the money aspect or the financial aspect or that you don't earn six figures. So you don't deserve a dime. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're still a work in progress and you're still uh, working to reach your goals, then maybe consider dating someone who is also still a work in progress, who also still mm. has work to do, who is also still, you know, um, still working to reach their fullest potential. That's the point that I'm making. Okay. Okay. And I think that, I think you brought about very good points with that because that's true. Like you shouldn't be able to require more than you can provide, but men are saying that they are able to provide a lot of things that the woman would not have unless she was with him. And so I can't say that they're all the way wrong in that, but um, the same way y'all say that certain women don't deserve a certain type of man, Baby, I'm gonna need y'all to take a look around, like real, mm. like real life. Mm. Be like honest with yourselves about who you Absolutely. are within y'all's uh, society. And Absolutely. if we're talking about y'all society, there is an order. There's an order. So, um, you might not be seen as powerful. Um, you might be seen as the low of the totem pole. And mm. I'm not gonna necessarily say that there's anything wrong with that, but let's keep it a book. There is a Maybe. system at play. You may be a beta and you may not everybody is alpha and, and embodies that strong masculine energy and is but but just be reasonable is my overall point. Um yeah. shout out to Marquise. Marquise says, I don't know what y'all talking about now. Men here know where we stand in the social ranking here in America. It's women who don't. Um, it's the fact that I, and I keep saying this and I keep going back to the same thing. Um, women can get penis from all of you guys. Um, and women use attention and penis as a source of validation. Um, you guys are saying that you want these high value women, but you guys will fuck a low value woman. Y'all will fuck any and everything that y'all can. A lot of y'all don't have standards set for your penises. That's just what it is. I want to give him some pushback too. Um, I, I think that um, if, if men in America understood perfectly where they are in the social ranking, then they wouldn't be buying into the notion that they um, are entitled to have the exact same standards as someone who has reached their fullest potential. We see it 
all the time in this space. The hypocrisy is constantly on display. I've seen men in this space who have children, but say they won't date a woman with children, which is your prerogative, but recognize the hypocrisy in, in your standards. So I, I, I don't know if I agree with that, Marquise, but yeah, mm. I hear you. Mm. Uh, Marquise, he's kind of, I don't know. I, I think they kind of get it confused too. Like, um, we hear how men talk in this space. We hear how men, uh, and, and it's so crazy. This is the craziest thing. So I will see a guy call a Beyonce like a five or uh, Lori Harvey a seven. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, okay, you can have an opinion on things. Don't get me wrong. You can definitely have an opinion on about what you think a woman looks like, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. it's the audacity for me like Absolutely. baby have you have you, are you are you looking at what what i'm looking at and have you looked at yourself like wh what are we what are we looking at here mm -hmm. like what are we looking at and so um you know it's a lot of criticism from guys who don't have the same thing the the criticism is the, is the thing that kills me because you have guys talking so much shit and mm -hmm. You are not that dude. And I'm, and I'm, I, you know part. what? I wanted to say that I was sorry, but I'm not. I'm not sorry about it. Yeah. I'm not that dude. And that's that a, I'm not a dime. I don't claim to be a dime. I'm not her. Absolutely. And I don't feel bad but about it. I don't feel bad at all. But Demetrius said, damn, she got us, y'all. It's time to dash. I'm not a dime. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm not her. He's, Absolutely. Uh, oh, okay. Mute your mics as you enter. I got it. He em. said, um, I'm just playing. But anyways, I got a paper to write and it's the final. So wish me luck. Good, Good luck, luck, Demetrius. Uh, definitely appreciate you for tuning in for a bit. And I think there was one more. Oh, we got came. a couple more. Hot, oh. hot damn. Hot okay. damn. They don't want to get mad at it. Okay. Oh, shout out to BAP. Thank you, BAP. Hey, BAP. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good to see you. It's been a minute. Um, and I'm missing. Okay, I got Bappy in. Child, I'm trying to go down the line, honey, because uh -huh. I don't want shout out to Mrs. Black. Uh -huh. She says, shout out to all the men and women who are blue collar, but money is what makes high value. Shout out, Mrs. Black. Thank you so much. Great point. Yes. And shout out to Jack Spigotty Spigotty Spade. Ooh. He says, OMG, are these ladies cape caping or capping caping? I don't know. Uh, for this delusion, high value being. Ladies, talk about a topic you two are knowledge, <laughs> knowledge about. Like what, oh, what color should be worn on Easter Day? <laughs> Listen, we have men in this space talk about topics that they're not knowledgeable about knowledgeable about all the time but we're talking about what we've observed how are we not knowledgeable about what we've observed come on now baby uh i can talk about a high value man concrete can talk about a high value man too that's what we know we we know the difference we've seen the difference Absolutely. can y'all tell the difference now they're able to make the distinction and have conversations about women all the time but they want us to not talk about this topic because we're not versed in it you know a high value man and a and a low collar man they the same thing and he just got more money <laughs> that's what they want us to believe maybe <laughs> no but a baby no. mama and a dime is not the same thing uh, uh you know a overweight baby mama with, with um 
baggage is not the same as a done. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. That part. Um, go ahead. Uh, shout out to Black Wizard again. He says, I don't agree with Kevin, but I think I misquoted him. He says, if you don't have a blank, then you are less likely to receive blank. Being high value doesn't mean you deserve anything from anyone. Tell that to the high value men with power. Um, when a person has a perception of power, when they think they have the power and they know they have a certain amount of power, um, people exercise their power. Um, a powerful man doesn't have to have the same standards, nor does he have the same standards because he knows that he is able to require um, things that other people aren't. And that's what makes him powerful. Let's keep it above. You know, the other thing that's interesting about that is, um, can you please mute your mic if you're not speaking? Uh, the other thing that's interesting about that is that we have, when we go, just go back to the average at best video that went viral. There mm. were men all over the globe talking about how um, she had unrealistic standards. They they constantly pick apart the women that she come on Kevin's show and say like they need she to reevaluate like their standards. Yeah, that it's part. crazy. That part. Um, shout out to Marquise again. He says, nah, y'all don't seem to understand that the requirement for high value for a man isn't the same as a woman. There's 10 females working at McDonald's. A man could never. I don't think we're arguing against that. No, no, no. Uh, but, you know, there's a there's an order. There's a pecking order. There's an order. There's an order for women. Like, we know a bad bitch when we see one. Absolutely. There's an order for men. Y'all know a high-value man when y'all see one. What's the problem? We can't talk about the differences? We can't talk about... Uh, it's because a it's coming from women. us, but... Yeah, they, they we can can't have the same standards, and it is what it is. We, and, and the thing is, we understand that looks is not the number one primary thing. We haven't even really talked about like physical features. We understand that looks is not the number one thing of importance for women choosing a mate where it is for men. We're not we're not um, saying that the two stand that standards for men and standards for women parallel. We haven't said that we're literally just talking about the fact that men need to be reasonable in their standards. Just like women are called out all the time. I can like literally pull up a, a thousand examples of women being called out and told that they need to reevaluate their standards, that their standards are too high. So why is it that we can't have the conversation about men on the other side of that and say, hey, you have these same rigid standards as a quote unquote high value man. Maybe you're being unreasonable. Maybe you need to do reass Maybe you need to be the one reassessing and reevaluating Waiting the standards that you've created. Mm, mm. But uh, we have a panel full of people, honey. What's Absolutely. going on, everybody? We will start it off with Brother Leo Anthony. What's good? Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Um, <laughs> Y'all wilder with this topic today. Also, <laughs> um, Leo. Because most of the standards that... Uh, that the, the men say are very like simple, fit, feminine, cooperative, no kids. Like, let's start with fit. For a woman, for a man to require a woman to be fit, the only thing I would say he needs to do is be fit himself, which if a man is eating right or working out and going to the gym, he has every right to demand a chick that's on the fit side because he himself is fit. You don't need to make uh over six figures to demand a fit woman 
then let's start with no kids. If I'm practicing enough dick discipline that I don't got kids myself and I'm holding out to have kids the right way, then I do have the right to say, no, I don't want to take on any man's extra seed because, you know, I did things the right way. I, I practiced dick discipline. So, again, you don't need to make over six figures to not deal with a, a, a baby mama. You just have to practice dick discipline. It did as far as uh, feminine, that should be something a woman should naturally give you based on your character as a man, not really how much money you have. Uh, I know sometimes guys argue about that, but I feel like if you at least present yourself as a dominant, masculine, assertive man, and you are on your purpose, even if you're not necessarily making six figures, but you are able to uh, take care of yourself and possibly take care of her and a child if you have one, then she should have that respect for you, especially if you yourself are a respectful guy to her. So I don't think, again, you don't need six figures to get some respect from a female. And then uh, as far as uh, like submission, again, I don't demand a woman be submissive. I just look for a woman that is naturally submissive or can be submissive to me. The only, so, the only, the only standard where I could see where you could say a high value man who makes over six figures can demand that an average man can't is that when you reach in the realm of eight nines and dimes, you have to be able to provide a certain lifestyle for a chick that is actually an eight nine and dime because they expect that because they always have rich men coming at them. If you're an average man making average money, your you, chances are you're not going to get that eight, nine, a dime unless, you know, you get lucky and she just wants you for some casual sex. Mm -hmm. So that's really the one standard that an average dude really can't demand that a high, a high value man can. But ah, I mean, most, most, most dudes don't really care about getting an eight, nine, a dime. You just want the basics, just as long as she is fit, feminine, cooperative, don't got no kids, and is reasonably attractive, then dudes are fine, even if she's not an eight, nine, a dime. Dudes go down in the looks department all the time. I see plenty of dudes that have settled for women that, you know, they could do better than just because the woman is like feminine and cooperative. So you made a, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Leo. <laughs> really the only standard I can see that you could say a high value man can demand that an average man who make average money can't is he could demand an eight, nine and dime because he can provide the lifestyle that um, they want. And he can also kind of demand that she, you know, put up with his mistresses if, <laughs> you know, she, if she wants to be with him because that's his life. If he's, if he's traveling all over the place and he's never really home and he's always working, then, you know, if she really wants to be with him, he, she might have to put up with that. Oh but I don't, think, I don't think if you're an average man making average money, I don't think you can pull that card. So those are really like the two things I would say a high value man can demand that an average man can't. But for the most part, men just want simple stuff. 
Leo, you said a lot and some very interesting points you made. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I disagree that the only standard that a man that is not high value that like like I gave example uh, a you know man A versus man B that the only distinction um, is that he can't demand a eight nine or ten. Um, I disagree with that, but I think that. Um, when you say that, you know, a, a, a great value man for the sake of the conversation um, can demand the same thing as a high value man. I think even to say that you want someone submissive, fit, um, Edward, you're going to have to stay on mute until it's your turn. That you want someone um, submissive, fit, cooperative, domesticated, and you know this is someone that you plan on having children with. That you you also should be able to provide a lifestyle that will permit her to not work as much outside the home. If you're also wanting her to you know take care of all the things inside the home and raise the children, that that for one would also be problematic. In addition, the example that I gave were men that were literally being hypocrites, men that have children and say, I don't want to date a woman with children. Men that have dad bods but saying, I want a woman that's a hmm. size three. Like, I mean, just be realistic and be reasonable in your expectations uh, of another person. I, I completely disagree with the notion that great value men can demand the same thing as high value men. But we, if, we, if it were an yeah. average woman, like Miss Average at best, she's an average looking woman. She was small frame, but she had, you know, a big, big breast. But she was told that she needed to reevaluate evaluate her standards like why why would she need to reevaluate her standards and she can't have the because same standards a as a dime mother. Nope, because nope. she can't mother. have the same because like, let's say she didn't have children can she have the same standards as no a woman because she's a dime? not as a, she's no, not as attractive she's not being realistic like men don't care about how much money you have or make they don't care about your success they care about how attractive you are how feminine you are and whether or not you come with baggage that's it okay so if a and woman is average hmm. if a woman is average and she does not have any baggage she's fit she's cooperative she's submissive can she demand the same thing as a dime she can't she demand cannot. it she can't demand it like a, a eight nine or dime. The reason why an eight nine or a dime can't demand that is because they already have those men coming for her uh, a chick that's a five doesn't have a whole bunch of dudes that make six figures in her inbox trying to come for her unless he just wants some sex. But it's possible, like Kevin uh, always says, if she kind of works with a man on his way up to get a high value man. In most cases, when I see, because mm -hmm. I do see dudes that make over six figures that got an average looking chick that's a five or six, but a lot of times, those chicks were with that guy when he was in college, when he was broke and he ain't have nothing, and they worked with him until he got to that level. So but ladies, why is it here, that men shouldn't trying, have to no, work with women though? It, it, why, like it, if you it, got a woman that's that's 30 pounds <laughs> overweight, why why aren't you working with her on her way to greatness? No, hang on, I wasn't finished. But if she was trying to get a man who was already on that level and he already has the options of eight, nines, and dimes, it's less likely for her to get a dude that makes over six figures. It's not impossible, it's just very unlikely because he has better options. 
Yeah, but she shouldn't have those options because she does look a certain way. And even, but he can look any, he can damn near look any type of way. But this is another thing too. Um, I've noticed when men make a certain amount of money and may not necessarily have the looks, they still want the same things as a person with all their ducks in a row. They still mm -hmm. want those same things because they feel like they make the money and they're deserving of it because they make the money. Would you agree to that, Leo? Yes, because your value as a man does go up the more money you make. Okay, okay. And a woman's value decreases the older she gets because uh, it's about being youthful in, in right. a lot of ways, right? It's, 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 it's about looks, femininity, and whether or not you have baggage. Gotcha. With guys, you know, you being able to provide is a great value. So the more money you make, the more valuable you are as a man. That's why you can kind of demand that you want a chick that's an eight, nine or dime if you reach that level. But as far as with women, their value, men mostly care about their looks first because, you know, we're visual first. So if a chick is, you know, an eight, nine or dime in the looks and she actually is that, not just in her mind, then, yes, they can demand this like high value man because she's going to have all these different type of men trying to get at her but if you're average looking and you only got average looking men coming at you then you should kind of know where you you rank very interesting very interesting i ain't even about uh, to do this with leo <laughs> <laughs> shout out to michael jones he says did your husbands piss you guys <laughs> off this week so that's why you're getting on to us this not week. at all um Mine's i'm going has made to me quite happy yeah, and I'm going to serve mine as soon. If I can serve him right now, um, baby, you are the best, and I love you, and it's whatever you want today, Daddy. So when you said serve. I was about to say put us on mute. Go ahead and take care of your man. Um, um, and I will. But... Mm. <laughs> That's shout not the case at all, Mike Jones. Shout out to Edward Bailey, who says, it's the path that matures a man into a real, all-true man, not the high-value status or resources he obtains. Mm. Very interesting. Thank you, Very Edward. interesting. Th thank you so much for that. And I did have one more shout out to Jack Spade. He says, here we go. Concrete <laughs> rolls reinforcing what we already knew. These women are busy trying to get <laughs> out of the workforce. Oh my gosh. We want to sit at home and eat bonbons. You're right. Can, you got can me. I just re respond to Paco? Because I, I think he misunderstood what I said. All men want an eight, nine, or dime, but again, a lot of men know they can't afford an eight, nine, or dime. And again, uh, most men are willing to go down and looks for femininity and cooperativeness. So men kind of know if you want an eight, nine, or dime, you have to make over six figures in order to really keep them. Uh, you're not going to keep them if you make less money unless you're willing to be you know, her, her boy toy that she can control. So, Leo, would you agree with the statement, average men deserve average women? Yes. Most average men do get... Most average men get average women and they're fine with that. It's average women... Here we go. Average men who aren't okay with that. Okay. Okay. I'll leave I would have saved my breath if you would have said that in the beginning. Uh, who, who was next? Sean? Yes, Sean Shiro. Hey, Sean. 
Hey, what's up, ladies? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Hey, how's fine. it going? Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, this is an interesting um, question that you guys are posing this morning. <laughs> what do you think about it? Um, well, um, I think, honestly, that the question itself is a bit disingenuous. And um, <laughs> as I uh, mentioned earlier in my super oh, chat, man. I think you guys are making a mistake and um, looking at this uh, through the lens as if beauty and standards are the same thing for men and women and they're not because men and women are different and we're not equal with this. And what I mean by this is uh, men control access to relationships and marriage. Women control access to sex. Okay. Allow me to elaborate on this. Um, it's the man's job to approach the woman. Man sees a woman at the bar. He thinks the woman looks good. He wants to shoot a shot. The only way that's going to work is if the man goes and approaches the woman. All right. And the same thing for marriage. All right. If a, if a woman wants to get married, it's her job to prepare herself as a wife so that that man is comfortable getting down on one knee and proposing to him. So therefore, if the man controls, uh, has control of the dynamic in each of the situations, whether it's approaching a woman at the bar or getting down on one knee and uh, proposing to her, he can have the higher standard, no matter if he's great value or high value, because it's the woman's job to meet the standard of that man so that that man approaches her, courts her, and gets down on one knee. And uh, it's the man's job to get the woman, to kind of simplify this, it's the woman's job to keep the man. So therefore, the man can have the higher standard, no more if he's great value or high value. So the man can basically look whatever type of way. Um, he can be part of the little federal, federal, little fella, fella federation, little fella federation. <laughs> he can have a pot belly. Um, but being that it's on him to propose marriage, he's allowed to keep whatever standard that he has, right? Yes, yes, he's allowed to have now. Now, I'm not saying that you as a woman you can reject him if he doesn't meet your standard. You know, if you feel that he's quote unquote great value, trying to you know have have a sense, you can reject him. But what I'm saying is, if it's his job to approach you at the bar and uh, shoot a shot at you, you know, as it has been traditionally, you know, man approaches the woman, man courts the woman, the man can have the higher standard. You know, he can require you to meet his standard before he steps to you and approaches you and shoots his shot like he's always been doing. Okay. So what about, what do you think about the concept? Okay. So nowadays you have women with their own money. Um, basically anything that they need outside of the house that can be outsourced. And she's still able to get D from the man, but she's saying that she doesn't want marriage. What do you think about the concept? Oh, that's great. You know, if, if if her goal is to, you know, you know, ride the cock carousel her whole life and not get married, then yeah, she's fine. But, but if her goal is ultimately in the end to get married and, um, you know, become a wife, then, you know, hey, the whole um, I'm independent, I can get the bag, you know, I hold my own. I'm, I'm sorry, sis, but that means nothing. You know, if your end goal is to get married and become a wife. Okay. Okay. Um, shout out I to don't American. With that that specific point. 
Okay. Shout out to American Negro. He says, get you a five, which is a seven with makeup. They do what you say in the bedroom and in public, and they help you save money. Hashtag Crenshaw. Um, Y'all are very, very interesting. Y'all are some interesting characters up here, child. Yeah. Did you see that comment? I think you highlighted it regarding a Cali five being a Georgia nine. Um, yeah. You guys have some interesting concepts. Okay. Um, next, we're going to have Obsidian. Um, Sean, I'm going to rotate you in if you want to stay up here because I got Hood Servative in the back. So I'm going to rotate you in, but you can stay up and I'll just rotate people back and forth in if that's okay. Yeah, that works. It works. Oh, okay, because I enjoyed your commentary, so I do want you to stay up here. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I think I said Obsidian was next. What about me? Uh, Mac Bones, you got here on the panel. Um, you <laughs> yes, would be like, kinda, right? So you you got a minute before we get to you, but you're welcome to stay if you like. Yes, I will. So I guess you, you guys say the best for last, right? I won't go that far. Come on, don't ask okay. no questions. Just hold on. Hey, what's Green Eggs and Ham at? Okay. Oh, um, Obsidian. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's get Obsidian up in here. Um, Obsidian, what do you have? Uh, yes. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Um, all right. So, good afternoon, Green Eggs and Ham. This is a very um contentious topic. So, Concrete came up with it all on her yeah. own, but I, I you know, yeah, I just work here. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed over the past year because it's been a calendar year since Kevin's been doing this. So. With that being that being said, with that in mind, I think try to keep in mind looking back on a calendar year of doing this, right? Uh, literally hundreds of hours of long form de facto interviews in real time with black women on what they desire in a man, right? I mean, this is this is Kevin has done de facto ethnographic research, right? In, in academic circles, right? So mm -hmm. that being said, I want to make sure I understand you, Danielle, and you, Rose's argument. You two are saying we don't have a problem with Kevin having these conversations with black women in public over an extended period of time about what they desire in a man in terms of provisioning and so forth. What we have a problem, and then Kevin informing these women night after night that they do not qualify for that which they desire. Mm -hmm. What you two are saying is there is an equal situation on the other side with black men. That black men, at least insofar as the black manosphere is concerned, that there is an equal number of black men who like black women are delusional about what type of mate they want and whether they qualify for that. Do I have that argument right? That's a good I summation. I, I, I think you, you wrapped it up pretty good. Put a nice bow on it. Okay. So with that being said, the argument is erroneous. And here's the reason why. How so? Here you go. Here's the reason why. Like I said, Kevin has been conducting these conversations for a whole year in public, repeatedly, night after night, long form. You even mentioned 
the one lady who made Kevin literally a household name, who we all refer to as Miss Average at best. So in order for the analogy to work, you and Danielle would have to think up a black female um, social media personality who had been conducting long form conversations with black men over the past year about what they desire in a mate. And that black woman saying to those black men night in and night out, they don't qualify for that. Okay, um, well, um, we, yeah, we're, well, the, we're the social media personalities that are having the conversations and starting today, we are telling men that are not of a uh, high value status that they don't qualify for that. Yes, so we are the people who've been having conversations with these men for over a year, for many years. Okay, can you can, you said many years. Yes. Yeah, like three. At least a decade for me. Okay, so you got a decade. So in this case, three years. So we can yeah. go back to Kevin's channel. He not only has the entire shows, which are several hours in length, in their entirety available on his channel, but he also has taken excerpts of calls and put them on their channel we can all go back and reference those calls and hear and see them for ourselves in real time including miss average at best who said who said i'm i remind everyone when asked by kevin why don't you just get an average guy her response was and i quote i just can't respect an average man when Kevin asks other black women that same question upon showing them how and why they don't qualify for the kind of men that they want, they too said, I can't respect an average guy. Now, my question to you, both of you, since both of you claim that you're doing the exact same thing that Kevin is doing, fair enough. Where are the specific conversations the way Kevin has done that show us that you've had with black men over the past same period of time, the past calendar year, where you specifically asked those black men, since you don't qualify for the kind of woman you want, why can't you get an average woman? And they say repeatedly, I can't respect an average black woman. No, it's not a specific question, though. Like, and you can look back in our shows to hear the conversations. But what I also think is um, when we do have men come on this show, um, men do want the same things as the uh, high value man. Um, most men want a woman that's attractive. Most men want a woman that is fit, feminine and submissive. Granted, got it. But uh, if you're 500 pounds, you can't sit over here and say that you feel like you deserve a dime. Um, it, it doesn't work like that. Wait a minute. 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 I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not. I'm not done. Then, um, when you've heard Kevin himself actually have a conversation with a man, and he tells the man, "Okay, you don't make this type of money. You don't. Um, you don't look like this. You don't have a big penis." What makes you think that you deserve this type of woman right. if you're not able to bring certain things to the table? We've heard that from Kevin himself. Absolutely. And Kevin doesn't, um, Kevin, when when Kevin um, started out, um, let's say he started out on doing colognes and image consulting. Then when he, he did a, a show called The Lion's Den with men, um, he but he also had a sector of the show where he was doing the exact, op on he was on the exact, 
the opposite end when he was having conversations with men about what a man requires and what a man should re the requirements that a man has versus what that man deserves. We are just broadening the topic. Great yeah, man. I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem with you broadening the topic. I'm asking the basis, the factual basis upon which the topic is being broadened, as you pointed out. Okay, and so we, but you said that. Let me finish. As you pointed out yourself, Kevin himself has for three years addressed these concerns with black men. No black man has threatened to bring a lawsuit against Kevin because he told them, you don't have a big Johnson. You're, you're a fat fuck. You're <laughs> short. You, you expect women that you're delusional. No black man has mm -hmm. threatened to bring a lawsuit. There have been black women who have threatened to bring lawsuits against Kevin for him having the unmitigated gall to tell these women that they're delusional. My mm -hmm. point is this. We cannot, have, we cannot have... Yeah, we're getting off into the weeds now. Cannot uh, have, finish his point. We cannot have symmetry in this conversation if we cannot point to the exact same thing on the other side, but instead want to roll with hypotheticals or anecdotes. Kevin is well, very... Kevin Karen is very, very precise. Precise in what he says. Let me respond to. Hold on, um, Paco. Let me just respond to him. So precise in what he says. Precise in how he presents himself. Precise in what he presents on his channel. Nobody, okay. nobody can present the black female analog. That has done the exact same thing. The Obsidian, black we're not alleging that we're the we're not alleging that we're we're Kevin Samuel equal. That we have a, that we've I didn't say the, that we have I the empirical you. evidence to support what we're saying. But we I, I, listen. I want to respond to what you're you're um alleging I'm or what black you're, women. Uh, I'm saying black women across social media. Period. It's a okay. So I want to respond to what you're saying. Hold yeah, on. you're right. Objection, non sequitur. Listen, as it relates to your question, social media more than black men do. So you have to ask yourself a question: If indeed we're going to approach this with a sense of parity, why haven't there been any black women doing what Kevin's done over the past year? Objection, Let me answer the question. Let me answer the question. Um, I don't think that it's needed for anyone to do the exact same thing that Kevin does. And to be completely honest, before Kevin had a year of uh, empirical data to support what he's doing, he started out doing it with no data. So I don't think that it's a requirement. We've been in Ooh. this space for three years. We have these Ooh. discussions with men day, uh, day in and day out regarding what their requirements and what their standards are. I think that we are just as qualified as anyone else to speak on what we see. Well, what, what, what I'm asking for is like Kevin could say the same thing you're saying. We could go back to his channel right now and easily pull it up as recently as last week. Can we go to your channel and easily pull up actual conversation yes. real time? Yes, we have we have it within, it's, it's within our um shows. You can pick any show out and we talk about the requirements and standards you that black men have. It's a constant on each and every show that we have. Who is talking here? That was Paco. Oh, my Paco. It's Paco. Well, I'm sorry. I wasn't speaking to you, Paco. Okay. Okay. You so take a lot of time Wait, 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 guys. We're just going to go in order. Um, Obsidian, Um, do you have any more points to wrap up? Yeah, I'm just simply saying that I think there's a reason why Kevin has become such a household name. And I think the reason why, there's a number of reasons for it. But I think insofar as this conversation is concerned, Black men, like all men, understand generally 
what what is possible and what is not possible. But the problem with a lot of black women that Kevin has has unearthed is that a lot of black women just really have no understanding of what's possible and not possible. He's done. Can, he I, ask you a question. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You've seen Kevin make distinctions between high value men and regular the average Joe, correct? I absolutely have. So if we're talking about the distinctions between the high value man and the great value man, what's the problem? Right. I have no idea what great value even means. I don't know uh, means. Great value is a guy who's trying to get there. He's not there. It's the He's generic term value of high value. Great yeah, value is the generic. And I think that's another problem, too, with this discussion. There's a tendency, and I've noticed this on both sides, all pretty much in all directions, that to want to try to amend or change or alter, in some cases, straight up mutate what Kevin is saying here. If we're going to proceed on this discussion based on what Kevin has done, I think it's only fair to try to adhere to the internal logic of Kevin's arguments and not try to amend what we think or should or ought to be part of the discussion. The I thing is, I just want to say this really quick. We're not continuing the conversation that Kevin had. Why would we uh, utilize the exact same verbiage that he's using? This is a conversation that we wanted to have about men. And this is not about all men. This is not about any man that's not a high value man. It's certain men and certain men that we've had conversations with in this space that are not high value, but they want to present themselves as high value because they're um, holding tight to these standards that high value men have because I think that if it will present themselves in another light to the world if they are able to get the same women that high value men can ascertain so we're not this isn't a continuation of Kevin's um, topic why would we uh, you know strategically utilize the terms that he uses in order to uh, continue the conversation this is a conversation that we wanted to have drawing the comparison of great value men to high value men. Get off Kevin's job. Oh, is this Paco Paco? speaking? Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, Paco. We don't oh, here we go. Is this, is this Paco speak? speaking? Yeah, but we don't want to. I like to respond to Paco if I may. Oh my gosh! I, I certainly will get off Kevin's shock. It's better be, better to be on a man's shock than being impacted by your own woman. Man, y'all making me oh, sleep. Oh, okay. Man, uh, well, 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 okay. So we're not going to do this because we don't want to derail the conversation. And then you know, Danny gonna drop everybody down and let y'all speak one by one. I'd be trying to avoid that because I actually <laughs> like for everybody to be on the panel at once. Yeah, but Paco, you have an opportunity. Super chats. Let me do that. Um, shout out to Black Wizard. He says, outside of love, you deserve what you have, high value or not. Everyone has the right to want what they want. Reality will determine the rest. Black Wizard, if that isn't a statement that I agree with, I don't know what is. I think that is, I think that's absolutely absolutely positively right um shout out to why skinner man cave he says there's not enough high value men for all the eight nines and dimes that's an interesting point that i would say uh a lot of high value men are saying that there are not enough eight nines and dimes for i don't know yeah, yeah that's an interesting point though um i think we have one more from shout out to plat 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 my motivational video is the Lord's work and praise God for it, honey. It's one of my favorite videos on YouTube. I, I find it to be absolutely, absolutely 
hilarious. Um, next, I want to add something in really quick, Danny, before we continue. So okay. I want to say we're going to move the panel along because I want to get um, everyone else in. But if you're disagreeing with someone, disagree with the points that they're making and uh, attack the points, not the actual person, because we want to keep the dialogue respectful. Because when you're yelling back and forth and you're saying triggering things, it makes it extremely difficult to hear on the playback. And the people that are listening can't really, um, you know, understand what you're saying. So we want to keep the dialogue respectful, but um, I want to move on to Roger, but I just want to, um, because we kind of um, interrupted Obsidian because he's so triggering, um, I wanted to give him an opportunity to wrap up his statement if need be, and then we'll uh, allow Roger to go ahead and chime in. Excellent. Obsidian? Obsidian. I'm assuming that means he's done. Okay. Um, okay. Roger, what are your thoughts on the topic? Somebody muted my line. Somebody muted oh. my line. Oh, that was me. I'm sorry, because I was giving a little feedback. Yeah. Okay, go I, ahead, I was saying nobody is disagreeing that um, on in principle that there can be symmetry between black men and black women on the point of being delusional about getting a mate. I, 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 don't, I certainly don't disagree with it. The problem is that it breaks down an actual practice that can be proven independently. Kevin can prove independently that black that we have an inordinate number of black women in our time that are delusional when it comes to these matters. Uh, uh, Stefan Labassier, the roommates, others who try to draw a symmetry on the other side cannot independently verify it. And I think that's the problem that I'm having in all this. I don't have a problem with the principle. I have a problem with actually bearing it out in real time independently that any of us can go back and see in real time. Understood. Thank you, Obsidian. We appreciate your contribution to the conversation. Boy, you triggering. Uh, here comes another triggering person that we're going to uh, allow to speak next. Roger, what are your, what are your self concrete. Oh, I hope listen, you got your I'm not going to say on. nothing. I'm in a good mood today. I'm not even going to respond to what he says. Um, Roger, what are what are your thoughts on that? Roger, topic? I ain't going to say that. I'm going to respond every damn time. Let's go. <laughs> I'm trying not to. Well, I'm over here trying to figure out why Obsidian so triggered. Because um, I didn't see nothing tricking about what he's saying. And th this, this this is the thing. We, yes, we do need to be realistic. Um, I've I watched, uh, well, I watched when Kevin first kind of changed up his platform. I watched, um, I don't remember exactly how many it was, but I watched a good amount of his shows when he changed up his platform. Now I watch uh, clips here and there. I don't, I don't know exactly what the high value woman is because I, I didn't see enough to know what the high value woman is based on his determination. I understand what the high value man thing is, but men generally understand the world we live in because we have to face this real world in a way. And we don't usually have a buffering system and we don't have a lot of people to buffer stuff from us. If you're a black man in America, once you hit 18 years old, um, we don't have people grabbing us to the side and say, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it for you. It's going to be all right. We usually got to fix stuff ourselves. So we see the world a lot differently than women do. Now, when it comes to uh, what a man asks for, uh, the sad part about Kevin Samuel's situation, um, well, not his show, not his situation, because he got a great situation. The sad part about what his show shows that women ain't even catching is, and I don't watch it all the time, so I'm not going to, like I do, but when I do kind of peep in on what's going on, the man usually talking about the same four basic problems that any man talks about, okay, which is too much debt, too many kids out of wedlock, bad attitude, overweight, 
And most black men ain't, don't, don't need no incredible woman. Men ain't asking for models. You know what I'm saying? Now I get I get the distinction of you talking about high value men, and you got to be. You know what I'm saying? You need to be about 120 pounds, stuff like that. I totally get that. But the average black man ain't asking for no 120 pound woman. We just want a woman that's attractive, that looks good, and that's that's pretty much okay. When it comes to um, women saying that, okay, well, see. I guess since high value men are asking for stuff that they should get basic, now basic men need to ask for less. And this is a sad situation. This actually shows how how off black women are. Kevin ain't put ain't I haven't seen Kevin talk a lot about mainly anything that's past basic. If you talk not having a lot of debt, who would want somebody with a whole lot of debt? Not not being overweight. We already know men generally do not like overweight women. Sure, you can find us some chip cases out there. Good luck to you if you can find one and hold them down. But generally, men don't want overweight women. Men generally don't want to want women with kids from other people. Wait a minute, Roger. Yeah, so I got a question for you. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Okay. Um, but you do have a lot of men within the black community that uh let's say they have dad bods, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Y'all look at us like we're crazy for uh, wanting to have sex with somebody that is fine. Y'all look at us like we're stupid for having a... Yeah, yeah. a lot of men get upset when you uh, look at a man and you're able to say that that man is fine and that you wouldn't mind um, dealing with that man. Now, I'm not talking about where those choices have landed us, but the fact that we would uh, say that this man is fine and that this man looks good... Um, it's like men want women to be blind to certain aspects of them, right? That's that's the way you look at things. Or and I'm not saying you as a woman. I'm just saying women in general. The th- the, the issue is women be lying too much, and then when men respond lying to lies, y'all have a problem with that. Yeah, lying yeah, because about what? because the thing is, when, yeah, because women will say all this stuff about how they want this and want that, and then then when you look at who they're actually dealing with, the dude ain't the dude ain't that of what she talking about. She she wants so you know what I'm saying if um you know like I I, I mentioned on I believe I mentioned on your show before about the uh, 2017 uh, finding that uh, out of all the black women who had a baby at the hospital, it says 72 percent of those women were born out of wedlock. And the fathers of those children, it said, it said, it said, half of the father of those children made ten thousand dollars or less. So if a guy making ten thousand dollars or less, we talking about a bunch of niggas who ain't got no jobs. Maybe niggas who selling drugs. They out doing all kinds of illegal activity because they don't have no real job registered with with anybody. You see what I'm saying? So when women start talking about, well, we need you men to be providers and all this type of stuff. Well, we see you having sex with the guy that ain't providing. So, so you. The, the issue is when men start responding to the fact that you've been lying, it's, it's not taken in a proper way. And at the end of the day, if a man can pay for the woman, which women want men to do, you want men to pay for dates, you want men to pay for houses, you want men to pay bills. If a man's going to pay for it, he can ask for what he wants. There is something called pay the cost to be the boss. Yeah, but see, that 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 that's that's just what I'm saying. I don't think we disagree that a man does pay the cost to be the boss, but let's not let's keep it a book. Um most marriages, um women are paying 50% in and sometimes even higher 
um, while they're in that marriage. And I don't think that you guys really take account into that. If you're in a marriage and you guys are going 50-50 on the bills, um, that man isn't paying the cost to be the boss. Y'all are pretty much in an equal partnership um, as it (laughs) pertains to the marriage. And so if you're having the same requirements for a man that um, is actually paying the cost to be the boss, I don't think that is right. No, no, I, I get I get what you're saying, but but I'm realistic. You know what I'm saying? Who would I take? It, I would take Bria Miles. Do I got Bria Miles money? No, I don't. So I ain't gonna holler at her. Mm-hmm. Just that simple. And that's how most men are. When it comes to women paying uh, paying for stuff in the household, number one, women wants women a woman wants to live at a certain level, and she's gonna work to live at that level. Plus, she wants to work so she can not listen to a man. All that is on the woman at the end of the day. Nobody is forcing women to deal with a, with a man at any certain level. This ain't that country. So if you want to go and be with a man and have to pay some bills because you want to live at a particular type of lifestyle that he cannot afford on his own, that's on you as a woman. That ain't his fault. And he shouldn't have to amend, amend what he's doing because you want to pick something that's out of your range. If you could, if you could live that type of life. So wait a minute. You don't think a man benefits by a woman working? Hold on, hold on. If you could live that type of lifestyle, whatever that lifestyle is, with a man who can afford it on his own, then go get that man. Period. Don't say nothing to the man who can't afford it, and he go give you what he got. If you can go get the lifestyle you want by the man who don't need you to work for nothing, go get that man. Don't talk to the brother who ain't got it like that because that ain't his problem. That's your problem. Roger. No, no. You want a certain life. You want a certain type of lifestyle. Get the man who can give it to you. If you can't get the man who can give it to you, how is it the problem of the man who can't give it to so you? So when you say, okay, so so then it goes back to when a women when women do make those type of choices, you tell that woman she's not being realistic, she doesn't deserve that. Um, look at her, she doesn't, she's not gonna get that with how she looks and what she deserves, and she ain't shit. And so how can she look at a man and tell another man that they ain't shit when um they down uh blue collar men? You guys have a fit when women talk about they don't want a blue collar man and they want um, a man making this certain mo- amount of money and that looks this t- certain type of way. You guys actually have a fit when women have those requirements. But then hey, um, when women. That's the answer. Men, don't, don't, the, the answer is don't, don't date those guys. And, and realistically, I don't care nothing about what you want as a woman. I have what I can give you. If you don't like what I can give you, you're not my problem. You're not even on my radar. It's just that you know what, Roger? I think think you're one. I think you're one man out of many. um, No, one man that's uh, within the few uh, that don't have that mindset because a lot of you men are concerned about what women are doing, what women are dating, what women are saying, how women feel, what women really, really want. And when women have their own requirements or whatever you get, you guys actually have, you guys get mad. Um, even though you're not meeting that woman's requirements, you don't have an interest in, in, meet, in meeting her requirements. I've seen you guys get fighting fucking mad that a woman wants a certain type of man. And I'm sitting here saying, like, the audacity. You want a certain type of woman and you're entitled to, the, you're entitled to whatever woman you can get. If you can get that woman, Go. If you can't get that woman, I'm I'm, I'm saying that if a man can pay for the woman, he good. If you want a woman he can't afford, 
that's his problem to solve. If he want to work that hard so he can afford that woman that he could not at that present time afford, that's his business. Go for a player if that's what you want to do. The issue yeah. is, the issue, and, and this is what I take from the conversation. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, first of all, I'm, not, I'm just not going to be a woman-led man. That's just not in my, that's not, not in my spectrum. Okay. So me trying to afford for the woman. Now I'm not saying I'm a bad person who wouldn't want to make my woman happy. Sure. I would. But at the end of the day, if you want more than what I got to get you, I got the dough for you. Cause you're not going to stress me that I can't get you what you want right now. I don't do that. Period. Well, you know what, Roger? That's an interesting actually, I have zero problems with anything that Roger has said. I actually think he has been like spot on. I was expecting to be triggered, but like from you, the time you opened your mouth, I actually agree with your stance. Um, even as he talks about like men who are kind of essentially dating out of their league and dating someone who, you know, uh, it, it wants more than what they can offer. I think that you pretty spot on. Like I agree with the premise of, of what you're saying. Um, I find that very, interesting concrete I find that very very interesting um, because if you ask the majority of men the majority of men what they actually provide for their women if their women could be stay at home women they don't have to work Mm-hmm. Most men are going to tell you, hell nah, they're adults. They can get their ass in a workplace. I don't want to take care of another child. Um, I don't. And it's interesting. Even if the man had money, he would still want his woman to work. Um, yeah. But then if the money isn't going into the house to make um, the household a better living environment mm-hmm. or this, that and the third, I think Roger's actually being a bit disingenuous. Well, if you listen to what like what you just said regarding most men wanting a, a woman uh, to work despite no matter what, I think that a lot of men and I've had conversations with men and this is kind of their take that um that they feel like it's important for a woman to contribute equally. You know, in the past, men have taken care of women and they felt like in the divorce, they got the short end of the stick because, you know, maybe the woman was taking care of the home, but she wasn't working outside the home. So I think a lot of modern men think that a woman should be contributing on some level to the home because in the event that the marriage doesn't work, you know, she also has a stake in, in you know, what's been being brought into the home. Well, I'll tell you my stance on that. It's, it's very simple. I don't care whether the woman's working outside the home or not. But if you do work outside the home, you will turn your check over to me. You will, you will, have, you, you will have an allowance. Yeah, because my, wife, my the purpose of me having a wife is for me to benefit from my wife. If if my wife cannot create benefit she for needs me, to benefit from you. Wait a minute, If you let me say it, I, you will hear it. But if you don't let me say it, you won't hear it. <laughs> now, my wife is is to benefit me. Period. Okay. She can benefit me by being at home and being a housewife. That yes, that's a benefit to a man. Won't argue that at all. Taking care of home, taking care of children, things like that is a benefit to a man. She can also benefit me by working outside the home if the money is turned over to me so I can further advance my family. Now, to have the idea, and I ain't putting nobody down who does this, but for me, the ideal of my woman working for another man who will eventually be because uh, what, whatever she's doing that job that job is making money off that whoever owns that job 
is a prophet. For my woman to go help another man treat his family better than I can treat my own family, and I'm not being financially compensated for that, is downright stupid to me. My woman can't go help anybody else make money and help them live a better lifestyle than me unless I see how it's going to benefit me too. So if okay. she works and she ain't turning that check over to me, what's the point of what's the point of me marrying her? She ain't being a housewife at that point. Yeah. I can't get the stuff I want when I want it at that point. And she working to benefit another family and not my own. What's what's the she don't so, have so hold then, on one second, Danny. I just want to say this really quick. So I'm gonna let Danny respond to you respond to you. I did have something to say, but we have a full panel and we've spent like so much time kind of like breaking unpacking this and I do want to move the conversation forward. So go ahead, Danny, and then we'll get Dennis in. Okay. Um, you should have just let me say it because I didn't damn near forgot my point. But the fact that Roger is saying that uh, his woman has to bring him home that money. And if you're telling me that that money isn't going to be used to increase your lifestyle or to make your lifestyle better, then you just basically went back on all the other shit you said. And I think that I find that to be hilarious because you're saying that your woman has to bring home the money to you if I she is working outside of your home. Right. If, she, if she's working outside of my home, then yes, that money has to benefit my family. I'm not going to give it, let her keep the money and do whatever she want to do. it. no, if you if you want to work outside the home, that's fine. I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? But that that money is going to come to be a benefit for me, my family, my legacy. So when you when you when you, work, when you work, when you work, let, let me just say this real quick. Let, 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 let me just in because I did want this I got to you. be a back. I got you. Thing. No, I'm and just going to ask real quick. Nice day. I okay. Get off of here. So so Roger, with you and the monies or whatever, um, when you bring your money home, does all your money go into your household? Yeah, of course. The money is going to benefit the household and the family. Okay, that's all and I wanted him, to know. And keep, in, keep in mind, there is no requirement for her to work outside the home. That's if she wants to, but you can't work outside the home and benefit another family. And I'm not, I don't get a financial compensation to benefit my family because that's, that's me wow. just helping some other person live a better lifestyle off of my wife. What well, financial compensation isn't the same as her giving you her whole paycheck? That sounds like some that, slavery. That, but go that, ahead, check, rock out. If you work outside the home, the check is managed. It's gonna keep it real simple and easy. You okay. cannot you you can't you work outside the home. You've been married before, dude. Literally. No, I haven't. Okay, that's why. Okay, shout out to Ryan for the super sticker. And next, um, I'm gonna get Dennis. Uh, Dr. Black, Mrs. Black, then Jack Spade, then Conservative, then Fantastic. It's a full panel. Shout out to y'all. I know. Um, but go ahead. Uh, did I say Dennis? I think I said Dennis. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Can y'all hear me? Barely. Hey, I mean, Dennis. you sound a bit romantic, but we got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, anyways, you know, good topic. Uh, we've taken it in so many different directions. I don't even know where we're going. Um, you know, look, so this is just something I just got to say. I don't mean to take shots at nobody when I say this, but, you know, I've been hearing people in this space, men particularly, saying, you know, well, I don't want my woman to work outside the household and stuff like that. And look, man, I'm just going to be 100% honest. That sounds extremely insecure. If she's working outside the household, she's doing something that she wants and she's bringing something back to contribute to the family, I don't, I don't see what the big issue is. I mean, you because let's just be honest um a lot of men use money to actually control people 
Like, you know, I, I don't believe that she shouldn't be able to work outside of her household if she's still bringing that money back to benefit you and the family. That's just something I got to say. Um, this whole high value, great value thing, um, I'm just going to be 100% honest, too. I think a lot of men well, in this space well, are delusional. Well, well, you realize it or not, you just agree with me. I literally said if she works outside the home, she got to turn the money over me so it can be used for the benefit of the family. You literally just well, said the same thing in different words. But isn't that implied? I mean, I, I just I don't think that she's no, not no, going to no, work it's, outside it's the not, family it's not and implied. bring it back. It's not implied because it's a lot of women who have a belief if they work, they're supposed to keep their own money and men are still supposed to take care of home 100%. So, no, it's not implied. Okay, well, we clear that up. Okay, next topic. Um, again, you got a lot of guys in these space too. And here's the thing, and I know I'm going to get a lot of fire. I'm going to get a, I might as well just line up for the fucking firing squad. <laughs> but I actually agree with uh, Sister George and Conkey Rose. You got to be bringing hey. something to the, you got to be bringing something. I mean, for example, like, you can't be fat, broke, and you don't have any charisma or personality. Like, you have to bring something to the table. There are a lot of guys in the space. Um, for example, I don't, I think this is actually on Platinum Elite's channel. Um, he actually had a dude come up there, and um, <laughs> they were doing like this little thing where he was like, he was like, okay, so, you know, Jessica, let's, let's, like, you know, let's give him some game or whatever. The dude literally didn't do anything. He didn't provide, I mean, he didn't even, like, you know, want to take her out for a coffee. He thought that like, you know, she should be, um, she should be buying him clothes and jeans. And I was just like, well, wait a minute. I'm like, bro, you have to bring something to the table. And a lot of men in this space are just as delusional as women. A lot of men just think that they'll just walk around, get a chick or, or be entitled to an eight, nine or 10. And they don't have any track record. They don't bring anything to the table. Like, you know, I'm just going to be hundred percent honest. I mean, that, not even in the gym, not even like, you know, 10% body fat. I'm like, there has to be something else that you bring to the table. And, you know, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Now, last thing I got to say about this whole Kevin Samuels thing is a lot of guys also got to remember this. Kevin Samuels is talking to a very, very specific audience. He's talking to, and he says it all the time, he said he's talking to the top 10% of men. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. And this is what we got to understand. And this is what, for some reason, a lot of people aren't understanding this. When Kevin are talking, when Kevin is talking to these women, what he's doing is he's making them more feminine, more attractive and more submissive to those top 10 percent of men. Again, he's not talking about the 90 percent of the men. He's only talking about the very, very high few. And, you know, you got a lot of men who champion in the space. I, I'm not taking shots against Kevin. I'm just saying, like, we, we also got to remember to understand that he's only talking about the top, the top men. So when we talk about, like, you know, is he sort of like, you know, really changing the topic or really changing, like, you know, you know, African-American relationships in particular, there can be an argument that's made as, no, not really, because he's only talking about the top percent of men in that space. Um, you, can't, you can't talk about a very, very selective or small group and then try to take that and apply that to the majority, and we're gonna to try to fix it. If we actually wanna start fixing this, we actually need to talk about, and Kevin does this too as well, but he also is talking about the average man. So I get what everybody's saying, but also as a man, you also need to bring something else to the table. You can't just, you can't just not do anything, you know, not even be physically attracted to her and then just be entitled to an eight, nine or 10. And especially as men, is we should know that we have to bring something to the table. We can't sit up. We can't sit up on Instagram and just get like you know DMs and get flued out like women. We have to bring something to the table. 
if you're bringing two of those, two of those things, two to three of those things to the table, you're good. But you know, that's just all I gotta say about it. Well, I'm glad to see that you actually had some sense and you came up here <laughs> and um, was agreeing with our points uh, because you do have a lot of men who don't really, um, it, it, they don't bring a lot to the table, but a lot of guys want to kind of feel like, um, you know, it's a part like being a part of a club. Uh, this guy is able to say these things because he's able, he's lived that life. He's able to ex exercise his own power and you have guys trying to live vicariously through him. So I, I you know, I, I, I just think mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's quite interesting. Um, shout out to there. I said it. He says, Roger reports spitting facts. This is true leadership. This ah. is blasphemy to modern Western feminist women thank you so much there i said it you know. shut go ahead <laughs> shout out to john doe for the super sticker appreciate you brother and shout out to platinum oh, elite thank you, platinum Bless says us. play my video our future depends on it i'm getting ready to share platinum's motivational video on our community tab so please be on the lookout for it Absolutely. it's very lit very lit, very motivational. So um, shout wanted, out to you, Platinum. I wanted to say something real quick to Dennis. Um, Dennis, thank you. Thank you for your commentary. I think that it was extremely objective and I appreciate everything that you said. Uh, I just wanted to chime in regarding um, the first super chat that you read. I don't see anything wrong with, uh, you know, both finances going into a community pot. I think it's um, Roger's delivery <laughs> and lack of tact is what's so um triggering um but yeah i just wanted to say that real quick and i you, think you crazy. Just say, you crazy i said it just how it's supposed to be said because a woman's supposed to be a benefit to a man now i ain't got nothing to do with no tech this that's what that's what it is you're working to benefit the man if you ain't working to benefit your man you ain't got no business working outside they're working to be, both are working to benefit the home not the man the okay. home the family the legacy you're it literally setting men up for a lawsuit, bro. You can't do that. Do you understand? That's why I say y'all make this shit sound good. What you're talking about is literally illegal. And you're setting yourself up for the ultimate motherfucking loss in divorce court ever. That's all. Come on, man. I know it sounds macho. I know it sounds masculine or red pill. What in the fuck y'all want to talk about, bro? In the United States, that shit is impossible. All right? That shit is called financial fucking abuse. And even to go mm -hmm. further than that, it could go, it could go further than that. So let's not talk in this bullshit ass what's the name, man. Let's let's just not do that. It sounds good, but it's not realistic. You cannot not make a person go fucking work, bro, and turn their check over to you. You can't do that in the United States of America. So why are we Ms. 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 fantastic? I didn't say she had to work outside the home at all. But if she's telling you this, you can't just let me help you out, bro. Let me give you two, two lessons in law. What you cannot do is restrict her from working, and what you cannot do is take a paycheck if she does decide to work. So that's mm. why I said respectfully, brother, I'm going to say it to you again. If you want that, move outside of this country. But if we don't talk about it, let's talk about from being in this country. And that's not an American trait in any way, shape, form, or fashion, from top to bottom. Furthermore, I promise you, bro, I promise you, you were to ask motherfucking 10 married men, would they mind if their motherfucking wife worked and would they want their wife to give them the check and all this other shit so their wife had to constantly come to them and ask for money and all this other shit? No, you would not, bro. You, if, you, if your old lady's gonna work, mm -hmm. let her work. 
let her money be to where she got her own money. She gonna want to do the shit anyway. And of course, bro, she just got her money as to where fucking she 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 vacationing and, and popping bottles and doing all this bullshit. And you taking care of hundred percent of the bills. If you take care of hundred percent of the bills, that's your fault. It should be already motherfucking established and understood that if and when anybody that motherfucking works in the relationship will be contributing to the household, bro. Exactly, fantastic. Okay, okay. Thank you, fantastic. Go ahead, because Dennis, I think we got Dennis in. Now let's get to Mister. Can I say one small thing? Can I say one small thing? I'm not saying if you take someone, a woman's check, that she don't get no money. Of course, you got to give her some money so she can live and operate as a person. She don't need to be going to a man every three seconds for every little thing. I I didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's gonna get some type of allowance when people are working in the household. You get some just like me and Curlin now. I I do give my money to Curlin, um, because Curlin is better a better manager of money. I do you know give my check to him, and then we just you know I get an allowance every month. So I do think you have a point. But um, there was things that had to go into that. Like I you know I have to get my hair and nails done. Um, I do like a new outfit here and there and in between. This is the thing. I, of course, no man wants to be bugged every three seconds about no money. You know what I'm saying? That's no true. man wants that. So, of course, you got to give a woman some frame of allowance. But the whole point is, if she's why is she working? Is she working to benefit this family or is she working because of what she wants to do? If but a I woman, think the way you it, said it, the way you said it initially was just like she's yeah, got to work to benefit the family as opposed to we're working did. to benefit even, the family. He didn't say the family. He said me. Yeah, me. Yes, me. because if, yeah. if I'm the husband, I don't have no use for her working if it ain't benefiting me. It don't do me no good for her to work if it ain't benefiting right. me. So why would I marry her? Roger, I'm not gonna marry someone that ain't gonna benefit me if she wills the work. Period. But, but Roger, what it sounds like is it, I, I get what you're saying, Roger. But what it sounds like is it sounds like you're pimping your wife. That's what it's. That's what it yeah. comes off at. No, it, it don't. It don't make no difference how it come off. A woman that wants to work outside of the home and doesn't want to do it to be a benefit to her husband is not the woman that deserves a marriage. Period. Well, if she okay, gonna do something, she be trying to benefit that man. It's his job to pay the bills anyway. It's his job to be the leader anyway. It's his job to, be to protect and provide it anyway. So if she gonna do anything to outside of the home, she's supposed to be doing something that helps him. And if she's gonna do it for any other purpose than helping him, why is she doing it anyway? That okay, woman. Roger, we want to move here. the conversation forward. I absolutely understand your perspective, and that's your perspective. Perspective, and you have the right to it. But I'm grateful for everybody who chimed in and gave their opinions. And fantastic, you definitely came with some points that I had not considered. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to get Paco in here and get his commentary on the topic. Good What's evening, up, ladies. Paco? Um, hey, Paco. Um. Man, thank you, Mr. Fantastic, for, for giving us some real knowledge. I love to defer to the law and to logical um, um, constructs because, especially in this space, a lot of people just like to talk. Uh, I guess this is like the soap opera space where, where men just like to talk, where they pretend like they're not being like a soap opera, but they are. So I uh, appreciate someone coming with some real logic. Of course, y'all know, as a resident feminist, I completely agree with the ladies. A lot of the things that are said in this space are hip hypocritical. You know, uh, <laughs> this young man just got on and said that, you know, things have to be the way he says. And <laughs> it's so cute to me because in the end of the day, but he's not married. So is if, if, if his plan was working for him, 
it will be working. You could just look at the evidence. And I said the same thing about about people who love to say Kevin Samuels out their mouth all the time. He absolutely is a star now. He has a platform. He speaks 10%. He has success. But I don't understand anyone who takes advice from somebody who doesn't do something that they want to do. That's a that's the thing I learned in business long ago. You never take advice from someone or you only take advice from people who are achieving something that you want to achieve. So mm. if, if you're listening to Kevin Samuels uh, for anything that relates to being in a relationship, you're failing yourself because Kevin Samuels is not in a successful relationship. If you want to talk about making money and being a market manager and all those things, he's great. So you got to listen to people who are successful in a relationship. They're two wonderful black sisters on this show right now telling us what women understand about men. And if you don't give a damn about what these ladies are saying, that's fine. But they're in a successful relationship. And I hear a lot of single men talking in this space. And so oh. all of that is just it's just noise. It's irrelevant. Mrs. Black is right here. And any of you can ask her anything mm. about what I say because I'm in a successful relationship. So I'm not just in the top 10 percent as a as an earner. I'm also married. What I have over Kevin Samuels is not money, not a, a, a platform, but I'm in a successful relationship. So people who want to be in a successful relationship, don't talk to other people who aren't. Talk to me because I can help you. And I talk to people who've been in a successful relationship longer than I have. My parents have been married for over 45 years. I have to talk to them because they're doing something. They're not just talking. They have achieved something. And so I think it's important for us for myself, learning from people who've successfully done things, I look at in relationships, 2021, if you're getting into a relationship, be it a man, a man, woman, a woman, or a man, a woman, as most people here are heterosexual, you have to be trying to be equal. Equal does not mean 50-50, but equal means you understand your percentage, I understand mine. If the man wants to take the lead and do the 60 and the woman's okay with him doing the 60 and her doing the 40, they come to an understanding that success was 100%. If the woman, in many cases, and I, I have to say this, people were talking about in previous shows how they can go overseas and get another woman. I challenge anybody who comes up with these statistics to find another race of people outside of the United States that makes more than a black woman. The reason that I would never mm. marry another woman from another country is because African-American women make more than every other demographic outside the United States. The only one woman who makes more than African-American women is white women in America. So you still have to be in the same country. The United States is the richest country in the world. How are you gonna go to Uganda or or, or, or Kenya or the Philippines or Thailand and, and, and meet a woman whose earning potential maxes out at less than a, at a girl who works in the United States at McDonald's? This makes no, no sense to me at all. And I'm a world traveler. I'm calling y'all from overseas right now. I don't understand how people are talking down to black women talking about women from other countries they've never been to. Mm. I know you guys checked a brother a couple of weeks ago. He didn't even have a passport talking about women from other countries, but y'all don't know nothing about these women from other countries. What is that woman going to do other than maybe cook and clean? And to me, that's not, that's not teamwork. You know, if you look at people like Robert Kiyosaki and his wife, they both are in real estate. They're both are hundred millionaires. He makes more, but his wife is on his show with him. You know, that's someone that you look at an example of success. They've been together for 30 something years. They've, they've earned tens of millions, hundreds of millions together. That's who I want to emulate. I'm not going to listen to people who are not in a relationship. I'm looking at people who are successfully doing what I'm trying to do. So my wife doesn't get an allowance. My wife makes almost as much as I do, but I give her everything. She lets me manage her money from her purse because she feels that I'm better at it, but that's only because she hey, thinks boy. that. 
You see what I'm saying? It's a teamwork. It's like building a business. If you, So in, in the book that I'm working on, I say you got to mimic your, your romantic relationships like a business relationship. If you're the CEO, you don't tell the CFO or you don't even tell the vice president, you got to bring me your check. This is the kind of conversation that, that, that intelligent people don't have. What you do is you build your company together where all of you are contributing. The, the vice president and the CEO don't contribute the same, but they agree on their contribution and they raise the company together. You don't talk down to your partner. Your wife could be smarter than you, better than better at money than you, better at planning than you. She could be a leader. And I say that because I'm a feminist. I know everyone's not a feminist. They don't understand that women are equal to men. But in my world, in, in my mind, in my household, the woman is equal. And, and a lot of you may benefit from looking at the possibility of your woman being equal and letting her be great instead of dictating what she can be. Because I tell you, for, for places where women don't have the choice, those men are not doing their best. There isn't a, a, a let's talk about just a Gulf country. These are some of the countries. The Gulf is where you have these uh, submissive women by law. It's, it's the law there. There isn't a single man in the Gulf who has a woman who he's who, who, who the law forces her to, 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 to submit to him whose woman can compete with African-American woman. There isn't one. All those fake princesses or people who are related to them, they don't do anything. They don't have degrees. They don't have ex uh, experience in jobs. They couldn't make it if some man wasn't controlling them because that's all they've grown up in. We have millions upon millions upon millions of African-American women who are educated, who take care of the, the household, who take care of the children by themselves, who, who have been through the hard times and are succeeding. So I don't see why anyone would want to lust after these fairy tale women on, on the other side of the world. I've met them. I don't see their, their benefit compared to the great African-American women and all the things that they bring. And if bringing something to the table is irrelevant to you, it doesn't matter to you, then I don't know what you're talking about. If bringing something to the table doesn't matter to you, then you and I aren't talking the same language because a relationship is always about two people achieving a goal. If that's not what you're into, then why, why are you in any space? What, what are you doing? You don't need to talk to people if other people don't matter to you. Don't talk to nobody. Just, just talk to yourself, right? But for those of you who care about growing something, I really feel like we have two very intelligent women here expressing that we need to stop the hypocrisy. I'm for that because I'm a feminist, even though they're not. Feminism to me means both sexes are equal and we should uplift women and allow them to be great because when we've seen that black women even though we don't allow them to be great they're still great in spite of us what if we help them be great how much better would we be as men and that's my comment and thank you for letting me speak can, wow. I, can, we, can we clap it up for him can, can I, <laughs> which one which one of y'all which one of y'all pay for infomercial no i would have paid for it because he he's like the best out. You hear yeah, me? Sorry. I'm sorry. I disagree with you. Hold on, Dan. You'll have you'll have an opportunity to challenge. Go ahead, Danny. Whoa, whoa. Um, no, because we're gonna go right on to Mrs. Black so she can pop, pop, pop on that ass. Um, shout out to there. I said it. He said room is full. When somebody drops out, I'm coming up. Um, Mrs. Black, what do you have, honey? Good afternoon, ladies. Hey, hey. Hey, how's it going? And hey, daddy. Ow! <laughs> On that hey, They baby. can't get that, baby. <laughs> I, I want to say that uh, a lot of people uh, come into the space I've been listening, talking about submission. 
And, and that has been a, a thorn in my side for a while. And I will say this, if a man is doing, or if a person is doing what they need to do in a relationship, going above and beyond, and we're not talking about average, we're talking above and beyond because submission is a, is a prize. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's easy. It's, it's second nature for a, a woman to submit to you. It, it, it comes, it is easy as brushing your teeth in the morning. It's routine. Uh, my husband, uh, though I do work and I make a, a great income by myself, I have no issue with what my husband does not require. Let's, let's state this first. My husband does not require submission. That's not his thing. He, he's, he's, uh, he's very much, you do your thing. I do my thing. We respect each other. However, I have no problem with submitting to him. I have no problem with giving him the world and, and, and doing what is as at what is of asked of me because it's 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 it makes life easier. Uh, I don't have the whole beating of the chest. I'm the man. I, I I run things. He does. He he very much does. If you've ever listened to my husband, he's 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 a man's man. He's very masculine. He's very um. I would say he's traditional, even though he might disagree. He's he's traditional. Um, he's respectful. Uh. And uh, I think that a lot of men on, uh, in this space want something that they don't even, they, they require something that they don't even have themselves uh, as a quote unquote high value woman, because we don't talk about that often. Uh, I don't want a great value man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, the same way they don't want a mediocre woman, I don't want a mediocre man. I don't, I don't tolerate mediocrity. It's, it's not part of my vocabulary. Either we go on for the stars or, or, or we're not doing nothing. I, I can be mediocre by myself. I can do okay by myself. <laughs> and a lot of men in this space think that because they have a job, not a good job, they have a job and you know they took you know home economics in college that they, they can demand something that, that they don't even have for themselves. The, the thing yeah. is, is you have to have something to stand on to say, hey, my situation is stable, come over here, or I want to come over there. A lot of you guys in this space barely, barely are barely holding on, but you get in here and you want to talk about what women need to do and the standards of women. What about the standards of yourself? What Let's do you see. bring into the table? Because a lot of y'all mm. don't want to talk about it, but a lot of y'all are behind on child support. That's why you don't have passports. Oh. Mm. oh, can I? Can, mm. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't. A lot of, a lot of, of, yes, you her, can. You can let her have her turn. Yes, a can. lot of you guys uh, uh, have a roommate. A lot of y'all are two paint car payments behind uh, from getting repossessed. But you mm. want to talk about what you want. What you want is to do better for yourself so you can come at women like me, who you do come at the club. With your dirty shoelaces talking about what you can do. You can't do nothing for yourself. So don't come over here telling somebody else what they need to do. You need to step your game up. Because a lot of y'all not even in the 90%. You're below that. But you want to get in this space talking about some what women need to do, what when what are required of women. Oh, oh, oh. Well, is the slaughtering uh, over with yet? <laughs> no, and, 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 and that's that's my piece. Oh, I think Thank you, Mrs. Black, oh. for oh, coming grab. through with that fire. Go uh, grab yeah. y'all drawers back up. Go pick the drawers up off the floor. Go pick Stop them. It. That's my girl. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> she on y'all ass. We got That's a super chat girl. from Nora Dean, FDNY guy, 1677. He said, I have to disagree, Paco. Feminism is about choice, and these women are choosing to do whatever they want. No one's forcing them to do anything. Thank you, okay. Nerdine, for the super shout chat. Shout out to Nerdine. Um, shout out to Platinum I Elite for the that. super chat. Thank you so much. We appreciate you, Platinum. Um, shout out to the grand ultimate villain. I don't require submission. What I need is cooperation. Whoever has the knowledge to get something done is the leader in that moment. Are you trying to build or not grand ultimate villain I like that it. yes mother in part very mature um comment I, I i like that ladies can i say something real quick to nora dean i think uh, i totally agree with her feminism is about choice that's exactly why i said the definition for me feminism the death not feminism a feminist to me is someone who agrees that men and women are equal so i'm i i don't know that is a choice to 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 step up to your quality or you can submit. I'm not telling a woman who wants to submit that she can't submit. That's a ridiculous thing. I would never tell someone that, but I believe in equality. So I have to partner with a woman who also believes in equality, even though oddly my wife likes to submit to me. I just not a requirement. Like the, the other super chat just said is I don't need a submission. I need teamwork. That's why she makes almost as much as I do because we're going to retire soon. While a lot of these people are we're going to retire because we're both putting the money in together, just like the, the Kiyosakis do, because a wealthy family, they put it in together. They don't they don't say, oh, you're a woman. You can't put in on it. Go ahead. Brother, what you saying? One person at a time. We got to keep it brief because we got so many other people on the sentence. panel waiting to get in. I got one sentence. I mean, Paco took some subliminal shots at me. It ain't that big a deal. But at the end of the day, he wrapped up everything he was saying was he's He's in living in practice doing exactly what I said. Man, not at all. You're not listening, listening to me. You, you no, know, I definitely listened to you, and you said your 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 wife turns the money over to you, and you handle that. And there's nothing no, wrong with I that. I did not that's say exactly that. That's not what he said, Roger. He's definitely not doing what you said, what Roger. Said. No, Roger, he is not Hold on your side, guys. bro. Let him explain. Let him ask. <laughs> him. Let my, him I know what I said. Real quick, I said my wife makes a lot of money. And she gives me the portion that she wants me to manage. I don't have access to her account. I never asked for access to her account. I don't want access to her account. I specifically set up an account for my wife so she can keep privacy because she was in other relationships with someone similar to you or who had an idea similar to you where they made a demand on her. I wanted to be different. So do you get the allowance? Do you get the allowance? Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're going to move on from this. I think Paco added clarity. I don't want to get He's still agreeing with me. He's still saying what he said, He's saying his wife getting the allowance and he takes care of the allowance. No, I didn't what he said. Go ahead. Roger, my you wife has her salary. She doesn't have an I, I give exactly what it, what, what it said. He's he's trying to say something from an ego point. I'm just not going for it. Because I didn't say say nothing about you have to be also demanding or beat your wife over the head or, or do this or that. At the end of the day, you're still going to have an allowance and you're going to have a person handling the business, which is exactly what he got he, he has going on. So he can, he can disagree with emotion, but he's agreeing with me in practice. 
Bro, I, my wife doesn't have an allowance. So, she has a salary. Bro, she has I heard what you're saying, Papa. And brother. I think everyone else received I your brother. message. I want to move on because we have people who haven't had an opportunity to speak. And I don't want to get stuck here. But thank you for adding clarity. I 100% I understood what you said. And I didn't hear anything about your wife getting an allowance. So um, we wanted to. Who was next? I think Jack Spade is next. And then I don't know who was after that. Platinum. Uh, because up? Platinum did nah, have I got, some derogatory comments in the chat. We're going to do it in order. We're going to do it in order. Um, Jack Spade, fantastic. Hood Servative, then Plat. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Happy Sunday, one and all. Hey, Jack. Hey. All right. So basically, everybody everybody pretty much took some, took my point. So I'm going to jump on something else real quick. Number one. What I have not heard from anybody, male and female, talk about the quid pro quo that should be going on within a established relationship. Quid, quid pro quo is pretty much, I would give you this or these or that. Now, I was married at one time. I am, I am divorced, but that also we got married in our in our middle thirties, so we was maybe a tad bit older, a little bit more mature. But I never hear anybody talk about the quid pro quo, except for money, 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 money. A relationship, a marriage is a hell of a lot more than just damn money. How much she makes, how much I don't make, how much she's not going to get, how much I'm not going to get. That's number one. Number two, the uh, the upload was uh, titled, Can Great Men Hold the Same Standards as High Value Men? Standards. Now, I know I'm the one that, that has been on this panel a couple of times and a couple of other panels talking about my standards of, uh, of the woman that I'm looking, looking for. And it's amazing when I start bringing up stuff about her being physically active, it turns into you looking for somebody to be an Olympic athlete, which I do not say. I say I like to have somebody who, whose finances are in order. I didn't say debt-free, but has their finances in order. It turns into... Jack, you're asking for too much. I say, I don't want weave. Jack, you're asking for too much. I say, I don't want tattoos. Jack, you're asking for too much. It, it, it seems, though, when 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 males, black males, uh, ask for some type of standard out of the woman that's, that that uh, is sharing the life with him, it's almost like the only thing the man is supposed to, uh, is supposed to accept is she's a woman, she gives him sex, and she exists. That's about it. But when a man starts being a little bit more specific on exactly what he wants, especially a man who brings the same standards himself, it's almost like, well, you, you're asking for too much. So so what is it? Is it is the men are not supposed to have standards or they're just supposed to set they're just supposed to they're just supposed to uh, expect the women the way they are and accept them like that. Whatever he gets from the chick is whatever he gets from the chick. He should be happy that the chick is even getting giving him. Uh, some time and some play. I don't think anybody ever said that, um, nor did we imply that. I think what we're saying is you have women, men that are on the same level as the women that they are talking shit about. And I'm trying to figure out how anybody has uh, room to talk shit when you're not really any better than her. But the fact that you're a man, you feel like you deserve some more praise than her just because you're a man. And what we're saying is, 
um, you're a great value man. You're not a high value man. You don't have you you don't have you're not in the same league. Um, you're not going to get the same prizes as a high value man. Y'all y'all are not in the same playing field, so you shouldn't have those expectations. If you're not in the same playing field, just like a woman isn't a dime. So she shouldn't be able to require that a man be a high value man if she is not in that league. She's not right. a dime. She's a four. She's a three. She can't have the same requirements. Just like a high value man shouldn't be able to have the same requirements as somebody that he's not in the same league with. I don't okay, think it's but, really that but hard. Unfortunately, y'all operate, women operate off of extremes. It is either the guy is. Um, and a he he looks he resembles a black Adonis, or he's a damn fucking four hundred pound damn slob. We've no, got men. We, uh, really, we understand that those are two extremes. Uh, extremes get talked about all the time in this space. It's either she's Fact. a baby mama with five kids, Fact. or else she's a dime. We know Fact. that there are people that fall somewhere in the middle. We specifically said this message is not. Um, we're not uh, speaking to everyone. Uh, I I normally hear the guys talking about baby mamas with one or two children. No, I don't hear darling. people making that distinction. They just um, baby mama no. is a baby mama baby whether mama. she has one Facts. or twelve. Facts. Uh, and no, even no, if she, no. uh, if you got men in this space who are talking about women who have gotten divorced or women who are widowed, they are still baby mamas. Or not more so the women oh, that are divorced. Let me, let me, baby mama. Oh, let me finish my let point. Me, let, let me no, finish let me my point so I, can get, so I can get to my end, so the next person can jump on. Thank you. Number three, y'all need to get off of this Miss Av- Average at Best nonsense because the chick lied. The, the young lady, I say young lady because huh? she's younger than me. The young lady lives lives in the vicinity of Greenville, North Carolina. How do I know? Because I lived in North Carolina. I lived in Raleigh and Cary, North Carolina for 10 years. I know where Green- Greenville is. And I know what the social economic sta- uh, uh, situation is with Greenville. There is a total of nine uh, pet care services in Greenville. She is one. Well, her business is a a little outside of Greenville. There's nine of them. That is, besides it being a a college town, it is a low economic area. Only 9% of that population, and majority more white, earns over $100,000 a year in 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 that town. Okay. That young lady shop i know where a shop is that is not a six figure plus earning shop she doesn't she doesn't she does not she does not clear a hundred thousand dollars even after all of her expenses that's not to say that the young lady doesn't make any money but she portrayed herself on kevin samuel's channel as something that, that she wasn't Okay. She had everybody believing that she lived in Charlotte, Raleigh, uh, Durham, someplace like someplace around there where you have the clientele that can sustain a uh, a help a person uh, make a business like that. Earn a hundred thousand dollars. But that young lady. But that young lady. That young lady. No, I, I, we, not, we were talking about her. That young lady does not earn six figures. So y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop using her. Y'all need to stop using her. Oh, why does that? 
Why does that? Okay. Why does well, that matter? I, I know, Let's I know, average-looking women who make a hundred thousand dollars. Next, well, but Danny, our point, like we weren't well, well, focusing well, well, on her. Like nothing in our conversation was focused on what amount of money she makes. Nobody cares. The factor of the matter because is she's the one that she's the one that jumped on uh, uh, Kevin Samuel's channel, stating that she made six figures, and she, and because she earned six figures, she can set the standard on what kind of man she wanted. Yeah, when she doesn't make in our dialogue, nothing in our opening dialogue focused on her or how much she makes. That's my point. But y'all brought her up and used her as an example. Yeah, she was an example. We literally used her as an example. We were talking about her looks. I said, if a woman who is average, like she looks like her, I was talking about her looks, not how much she makes. The 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 only reason why that that chick even exists. in 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 uh, on social media is because she got on there stating that she made six figures and she desired a certain okay. particular man. Gotcha. It gotcha. was not about her looks. It wasn't. A, it wasn't about. Yeah, but the man I used to yeah, it, 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 yeah, was, it actually about, was about it was her about looks how much she, she made. Average at best. Absolutely. It was about how much she made. That's when it became about her looks. It was so, about on, how much she made on. and what type of man that she desired. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. 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 Um, and uh, I'm gonna close it. I'm gonna close it with all that. Hey, everybody, enjoy y'all uh, week. Uh, unfortunately, yesterday was my birthday. I am now 56 years old and proud of it. Damn. Unfortunately. No, 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 no. It's unfortunate for the people that I deal with because I'm still talking shit. I still can pick the type of chick <laughs> I want. I Ooh. still got my money. I Ooh. still got my liquor. Ow. So yes. Still like you've been hitting, hitting the bottle. Tricking on four Go ahead, man. Next guy. <laughs> hey, y'all take it easy. Everybody take care. Be safe. Happy birthday. Thank you for coming through. Uh, um, yeah. shout out Another to year of shit talking from Jack. Yeah, we appreciate Ow. it. We glad, uh, glad everybody you hit the like button. Please hit the like button. Um, shout out to Nuradine again. He says, "Been when those high value women's lives are destroyed, that's when they want a high value man or a man in the middle." Um, shout out to you, um, Platinum. I'm not oh, reading okay. your super chats because they are hella, hella disrespectful. <laughs> no, they're not. Yes, Do we want to let Platt speak Sound and then go criticism. ahead and move the conversation forward? Did he come up here just I, to address what he was saying? I, 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 I'm going to let Platt address what he wants to address because yeah, and I'll leave, and I'll we, do, we, do, we do like Paco up in this thing. We ain't mad at Paco. Paco, Paco is coming to give it to y'all ass. Yeah, yeah Paco's a feminist. Paco. That's Paco. Oh, okay, right. okay, go ahead, Just keep it respectful. Okay, how can you say you're a feminist and you want equality? Because obviously you have a lean. You're leaning toward women. You said you're a feminist. You're a man. I'm listening. Do you have a dictionary, sir? Can you look up the word feminist? Because I gave you a definition, but maybe you... What What is feminism? I just... No, feminism is... That's not feminism. Feminism is a, is a system of philosophy. Let me read the definition a of feminist. feminist is a person. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I never said I'm promoting feminism. I said I am a feminist because I agree with male and female equality. Oh, you think the next You don't even know what you're criticizing me for. 
You could I have the definition right here. It, uh, it says uh, 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 he, he's a feminist, a person who supports feminism. Feminism is the belief in social, economic, and political equality of the sexes. Is that what so, that equality is? of the oh, sexes? You would say feminism is equality for men and women. That's what the dictionary says. I'm that's asking what the question. So, said. Okay, that's, that's what the dictionary says. says. Yes, I accept the dictionary. That's yes, a, that's absurd. That is absurd to say that feminism Believe, is equality for men and women. Believe in it. So we should take your definition because you're some authority. No, wh what, what's absurd? Well, are you right about that? I don't have a dictionary. It's not my name. I just but what's well absurd hey, about the dictionary, sir? You're 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 objecting to the dictionary. You're you're not you didn't sound to very. You didn't well, sound very. Called, evil. How about it's that? It's called literal definition versus actual definition, bro. We all know. It's I didn't. didn't sound, I didn't say it. Concrete Rose just read it out loud for everyone to hear. You're criticizing a dictionary. I'm simply answering your question. The dictionary. The dictionary meaning of something doesn't always mean what it actually is, bro. That's what it is from the literal sense. Literal always means what it is. There's well, more than one. They're saying, it says, it says, all one way, oh, but in yeah, yeah. practice, in practice, yeah, like you. in theory, yes, that's, that's what it is. It's irrelevant what practice. they consider practice, Miss No, Rose, no, because it's, oh, wait, in the definition, people. in the definition, yeah, 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 it says, yeah, yeah. although largely originated in the West, feminism is manifested worldwide and is represented by various institutions committed to the activity on behalf of woman's rights and interest. Which is consistent with what I'm saying because we How want that, equality. How could you be equality equal without both parts? Wait, wait, wait a minute, 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 guys. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This topic was not about feminism today. Okay. Um, okay. Platinum, I did that's want that. you to have your chance to speak. Oh, that's it. I well, I was, and I was going to end it. I'm going to get out of here. When did he get his first period? I'm up out of here. The same really time flat. I'm flat. Flat. Face, I said, keep it respectful. Come on, dang. We want to keep a, a good dialogue going on the panel. You can't uh, offend others. And then, you know, what that results in, you know, the name calling and back and forth. So uh, let's move the conversation forward and allow those who haven't had an opportunity to speak, please. I think Hood Servative and then we got Fantastic. I'm going to read the super chat real quick. Shout out to the wealthy firefighter. He says, pathetic. Get on your purpose, men, and only allow helpful women into your space. You are not her helpmate. She is yours. Thank you so much, um, the wealthy firefighter. We appreciate you for coming through. Um, I think that's about Oh, we got one more from Gabe A. Shout out to Gabe A. He says, dudes jumping up on panels with the T on the average at best lady. What are dudes developing <laughs> Devolving <laughs> to? <laughs> Gabe, hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, bro. Appreciate you, Gabe. Um, and next, who we got? Who we got? We, we got, got conservative. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, what's self, going on, ladies? Baby. I'm racing myself because I already know. I don't hey, know what you're Listen, first of all, hi, how y'all doing? <laughs> hey, uh, conservative. I see you ladies chose violence today. That was a good choice. You know we I, did. I choose violence too. I, I I like violence. But um, here's the thing: you gotta understand something. Between men and women, ask yourself this: who determines? And I'm trying to bring it right back to the point of you know what what great value men are asking versus a high value man because it's almost irrelevant what the great value man wants because 
as far as the men are concerned, we're not the ones giving these guys no box. Like y'all, y'all got to sort that out amongst yourselves. Like men do not determine which men are worthy of multiple women or whatever benefits women are going to provide. So do you think that's the problem? I don't know if it's the problem, but it's y'all problem. Yeah, but if men were able to choose what women should do and who women should date, I think most women men would Sounds actually like try to try to do that. And I think that's actually what's happening now, right? Well, 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 maybe so. But again, that's why I put it back. It's y'all problem now because you asked for the freedom to make these choices, and so now here you are complaining about the things the so-called great value men is demanding. But I bet you sooner or later you're gonna give him some great value pussy. Like that, that's, that's always what it boils down. So you can complain about what he's demanding, but he still, he's going to get what he asked for sooner or later, and you're going to give it to him. So you have no right to complain about him having these standards, da 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 da, because ultimately, who is the gatekeeper of it all? You are exactly right. But that man is also the gatekeeper of whether or not he wants marriage or um, kids as well. Well, true, and marriage and kids are dropping precipitously. So, what's yes. your next move? Mm. Like, we're we're holding up our end of the deal as far as we're we are living out our determination that you women are not necessarily worth getting that tied up with, but women aren't living out the same mm. determination because you still keep giving it up. And there's nothing wrong with, uh, with with sleeping with the help. Now, don't get it twisted. There's nothing wrong with sleeping with the help. You just don't marry them. You just don't take them seriously. You can sleep with them. You can sleep with the average guy. You can sleep with the number one sandwich maker at Subway. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean anything. That means you had a desire that needed to be filled. But you don't marry them. You don't You don't build a life with them. You just have sex with them. And if you're That's trying right. to say that the average dude can't get none, well, then, you know, you just you just don't, as you guys call it, you just don't get wiped up. He just don't get husband up. That's it. Well, well, that that sounds. Listen, you would think that, right? But in reality, the women are the ones who want to wife up a dude at the end of it all, anyway. So, um, you know, good luck with that, though. You give them all the box you want. I think that's when you know what. At the end of it all, I think everybody should just wait to get married. Um, men, y'all, y'all a trip. Um, shout out to Jessica oh. X. Um, she says, why aren't feminists fighting for women to be treated equally mm -hmm. in family court mm -hmm. or in the criminal system if they want equality? Okay, Jess, I see you. Oh, just said, pow. <laughs> Didn't she? Child, she always trying to hit some damn body. We got I'm telling you, she chose, she chose violence. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, ooh, were you done with your point before we let uh, Mr. Fantastic jump on in there? No, that's pretty much it. It's like much ado about nothing. You girls can't complain about it. You, you you are the ultimate, you know, beginning and end of who gets to have sex with whom. So as a group, I say y'all all huddle up and decide which one of these niggas don't deserve no pussy. X. Well, you know, I'm you just call those girls uh, concrete. We I haven't do. been called girls in two. I know. They call us auntie, old hags, all type of stuff in the chat, but not girls. Um, hood yeah. servitive. I actually think you have a great point because personally, I absolutely love when men get together and in order to uh, change standards too and elevate like the standard of, you know, men with no children, like saying no to stepdaddy culture. I think that that's like brilliant. That's fair. I think, yeah, absolutely. And I root for that. 
And I am a mom who is technically a single mom. I'm engaged, but I am a single mother. My children are adults right. still, nonetheless. Um, but I'm all for groups getting together and creating the standards in which they want to operate. So I'm with it. Um, mm -hmm. But Mr. Fantastic, what you got to say about the Perfect, topic, bro? A deep breath. I know, I know, I know. Finally, finally. Hey, uh, appreciate y'all for having me on, man. Listen, uh, appreciate the shout out, the endorsement from the feminist brother earlier on. But let's just say, man, we're not on the same. We 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 don't agree the same boat. You brought up business earlier. Plenty of businessmen have to fail in order to be successful. Marriage is one of those things, also, man. Just because you don't necessarily have a successful marriage currently does not mean that you're not a good person for relationship advice. Um, but I'll leave that at that. Uh, furthermore, just to the point and to the topic, um, the great value man versus the uh, high value man. Again, man, this this is my thing, bro. As a man, uh, shout out to Project Pat. Men do what they want. Boys do what they can. You heard me. Right? No matter what, how much money you make <laughs> or what not, what have you, bro, you are your own limitations. Right? And we've all seen it. Right? We've seen a dude that has absolutely nothing that got the baddest chick you could ever meet in your life. And we've seen a dude that's got everything that's got a wife that you don't even know why he's claiming her or he's, you know, he's in the same vicinity. Or he, he would make it public. So this this thing, man, as to where, you know, high value people only end up with high value people or low value people only end up with low value people. Again, man, if we're going to talk man shit, true red pill nature. You are your, you control your motherfucking destiny, bro. All right. And that's the way you approach it. At the end of the day, as I always say, no matter what she is, she ought to be motherfucking, you know, a long hair, thick red bone for me. But I mean, if you like whatever you like, uh, at least it ought to be attractive at whatever level that's determined for you. And she's on your program. All this stuff about how much money is made and all these different things, whatnot, what have you. For the most part, 90 plus percent of all the high value man was a great value man at some point in time. You're just not mm -hmm. there yet. Um, the, the numbers say what? You're not going to start hitting that until you're around before the age 40. So, you know what I mean? Don't put your, um, you know, don't put the brakes on yourself or put a cap on you just because you're not at the six-figure level yet. Agreed. Because, hey, I mean, you know, um, the, the woman, in my opinion, that I want there for me when I get to that point, or I mean, you know, if, if I get to that point and I'm the young fella, man, I want to build up with her. I don't want the bitch to just be that, the, the finish nine waiting to, to pay me daddy. No, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. That's what, that's one of my biggest issues and flaws with the high value man shit. I'm not about to hit, um, you know, this point as to where I got any, everything going for myself just because a chick got a pretty face, a fat ass, some big titties. She gets to enjoy all of my shit and give up number pussy. No, this is why I'm, I'm in a total thing and I'm against the whole, you know, my wife, um, you know, give me her check and all this shit. No, be free. I don't want no motherfucking slave. I don't want no motherfucking robot. I don't want nobody that I got a motherfucking, you know, pull the strings to make her do anything. She needs her own motherfucking freedom. She needs to be a motherfucking individual, but just simply be on my program. That's it. Again, a lot of y'all talk. This, this, you this know what? Uh, fantastic, though. And it's interesting that you make that point, but you do have a lot of men in the space who want absolutely absolute and total control of their women Absolutely. and I, I do find that to be very they interesting that, they say that Sister George, whenever i hear a nigga say that i and uh i ain't gonna even say respectfully this nigga's never had a real real fucking relationship bro the worst thing in the world is to motherfucking have to treat an adult like a fucking child all right and if you Ooh, ever, right. know two things let me know two things you've never been in a leadership relationship and you've definitely never been in a serious relationship okay You've never been in any type of supervisory or, or long-term leadership position from a, a career or job standpoint. 
and you definitely not been in a fucking relationship, man. So when I hear these niggas saying this shit, this is why I tell y'all, it's why I piss so many people to fuck off, bro. I'm giving it to you 1,000% every time, bro. Been there, done that, all got the t-shirt and all that other shit. So that's all I got on the topic, man. Appreciate y'all for having me. Dang, fantastic. You came dropping all type of knowledge and uh, wisdom. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your contribution. Please, please, please hit the like button. Y'all up in here. It ain't no way in the hell we should have under 100 likes up in here. So y'all need to hit that like button right now. Y'all can hit the dislike button. We don't care. Can I I say something? I think we have... Uh, truth and then you whatever you have to say is it uh, in relation to something that was just said that you can keep to under 60 seconds uh, well, yeah, we can go in order we can go in order but it's definitely okay. on topic but we can go in order no problem okay so we got one person before you and we coming um, truth as I know it what are your thoughts on the topic well my thoughts are that this is a one rough ass conversation <laughs> this is not a advertisement for black love at all and, you know, and it kind of breaks my heart to a certain degree because I know everyone here cares, but we're talking about the wrong shit and we're talking about it the wrong way. If you want to bring black men and black women together, you bring them together with honey, not vinegar, right? Not not hot sauce. You know, black folks like hot sauce. I don't like that- when we're giving out the honey. Nobody comes in here to talk when we're giving out the honey. And that that's really scary. That to me, that's a scary thing. That's very true. You talked about black love and black families and doing things the right way, and that just bores people to tears. They don't want to hear that shit. They like the fights, all right? They, they want to fight. But, but you know what um, our method, the method to our madness is? Um, we what we try to do, we'll bring about these crazy ass topics and crazy discussions, but we'll actually get some people in to come in and actually make great arguments. Um, to actually even to counter the points that we make. Absolutely. And I feel and like that's used as a good teaching tool. Right. right. So, I, I, you know, I'm learning you guys do great work in that way. I recognize that. I I'm see that you guys got these great titles. You talk a lot of shit. But at the end of the day, when you really listen to the content, you get a full spectrum of uh, of opinions and you get that richness. Just like fantastic, man. He just laid the law down. He just told the truth, man. So. Um, so I think he really speaks to what you guys talk about here. So now when we talk about the high value man versus the, what do you call it? The great value man. I mean, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, when you look at that, does every woman really want a high value man? Do you want your man working 80 hours a week, 60 hours a week? You never see him. And you know, as Kevin Samuels says it, he got side chicks and it, and it's not cheating. That It just kind of is what it is. I mean, how many women really want to live in, in, in that type of family structure? You know, I don't think that a lot many. of us, I don't think a lot of us really, uh, we talk this high value shit, but a lot of women don't really understand what it takes yeah. that goes into it. I um, agree. We're so demanding. The There's money. no way that we would yeah. want to put up with like someone working all those hours, having side chicks, not being concerned about our orgasm or caring if we orgasm and yada, right. yada, yada, all that comes with it. A lot of us wouldn't sign up for it. E- and nope. even if he doesn't cheat, even if he doesn't cheat. The, the sheer loneliness. Let's say your man works out of town. He's got a business and each week he's traveling the world. You might not see him for a week or two weeks at a time. You might only see him two days of the week out of, you know, 47 weeks out of the year. So there's a lot of loneliness in that. Uh, you got the burden of raising the children all on your own, which is never going to be easy. Uh, even if uh, you even if you have a nanny and and uh, you know, and you got a lot of money and you don't have to have a job, that's still a lot of work. And that's probably not what people would want to pick for themselves, just like you're saying. So 
when it comes to a, you know, a great value man. Well, fantastic is right, man. Generally, you know, what you do is if you get with a woman at a young age and you guys plan together and you have a shared vision together and you work together. Now, all of a sudden, she knows her role, you know your role, you work together. And then over the years, you can create, you can get that economic wealth that you want. You can have, maybe he won't be a high value man. You might not be a high value woman, but you can have a high value net worth together and, and find that economic freedom, that economic, uh, you know. That part, uh, what, a, that what a family was supposed to, the Great structure point. that the family was supposed to be built on is building together and um, actually having something that you can appreciate. Um, I, I think we... I think we as a people are starting to um, idol, like we'll see other people's example of what they say marriage should be and what uh, other men. And I, I've noticed within this space, um, a man is telling other men what other men should require and what other men should want. And a lot of that shit is just not realistic. Um, you'll have one guy who's saying that women should be a slave and a woman should only be focused on making him happy. But he doesn't necessarily talk about the things that he would do to maintain those relationships. And so it's like, well, how, how serious can all of that be taken if um, you're not really talking about what really goes on within relationships or what goes on on the other side? And, you know, that, that's where I, I met with it, because I'm like, y'all are talking all this shit about what you require and what you deserve as a man. But you're not talking about um, exactly what it is that you're putting in outside of money. And of course, it takes more than money to run a successful relationship. So that's where I'm at with that. Exactly. That, that's ex that's exactly right. And then, you know, like it's like a perfect example of that is when Roger says what he requires. He said if his woman works outside the house and she didn't have to. But if she does, she got to bring his paycheck home to him. And he got pushback for that. People said, oh, that's wrong. You shouldn't say that. Don't do that. And it's like I, I can understand why that can be off putting for people. But the reality is that, you know, people have different needs. They have different requirements. Everybody has different levels of income, different levels of education, different levels of, uh, you know, competence and ability. So when it comes to relationships, each man is going to run his household different. Each woman's going to run her household different. So we can't have there's no cookie cutter, uh, you know, relationship advice that that we can really give uh, to, to the masses like that. But. What I want to give some pushback to men is on this is when it comes to submissive women. Uh, you know, I always say require a submissive. If you're going to have a wife, if you're going to have a living girlfriend or you're going to have a, a marriage, you know, whether state, state sanctioned or not, you should require a submissive woman. And people go, oh, no, don't say submissive woman. That's, you know, it's a curse word. Don't say that. If you say that, she's going to, uh, you know, she's going to try to trick you and she'll hurt you. And, you know, it'll just piss her off. It's going to be it's going to cause problems. And I, I get that. I, I get that completely. But I would push back on that and say it doesn't matter because really what submission for each man is different. What, what a submission means to me is going to be different than what it means to, to Roger. It's going to be different. But if I can get her on the same page and get her just to accept the idea of submission, which is you could also say is the, the idea of surrender, not just cooperation. I don't want a woman just to cooperate with me. I cooperate with my coworkers. I co cooperate with my neighbors. You know, the police come around. I cooperate with the police. I, you know, you, you cooperate with the gardener. You, you know, that's cooperation isn't really what I want in my household. What I want is a surrender. I want is us to, you know, to pair bond on a shared vision and make a duty to ourselves and to our family and, and, and within our marriage for a lifetime. And if she can submit to that, now all of a sudden we got something, man. We got something that's very valuable. 
And as, as black men, I think we need to stand on that square. Quit telling people you don't require submission and only cooperation like that's a good thing. That's not honorable. That's no, that's not noble. That's cowardly. You've let your manhood be beaten out of you so much that you want to appease women with weakness and go, no, I don't want I don't need submission. All I need is cooperation. Women hear that and they, and they think they hear weakness. They go, that's all you want. A lot of women will be they'll be discouraged from you from hearing that because they go, oh, this man really doesn't even know what he wants. I'd actually give him submission, but he's not even asking for it. I can't fuck with this dude. And, and I think that's a problem with black men, with black men is because we're sons of the gynocracy, because most of us or many of us have had unloving mothers. And, it, and if even if our mothers loved us, they gave us bad advice that we go out to this world and the woman that we dated, they didn't have no love for us like that. So what it takes is when you talk about submission, that's a very vulnerable conversation because it is risky, because it can be off putting, because a lot of women will give you shit for ever, for even bringing that up. But if you stand on that square and you're resolute, and you look her in the eye, you go, yo, this is what I require. I need you to surrender to this. If we, if you can do that, who knows, man, the world is our oyster. All our dreams can come true. And you start to talk to women from that perspective. Now, all of a sudden, you can get the black love or, you know, that type of love and that type of marriage that you want for yourself. Wow. Thank you, uh, Truth As I Know It. <laughs> you had a lot to say. Very interesting I'll, I'll, points were made. Um, I'm I want to chime in on the uh, point of uh, sacrificing, uh, uh, Mr. Truth. Uh, you said a lot of women cannot sacrifice being a high with a high value man. A lot of lonely nights. Uh, you know, I, I want to say, as a person who is in a long distance relationship, have been in one for basically the whole relationship. My husband, right now, currently is is uh, in Afghanistan. He's been over there for a couple of years now. And I do spend, last year, we went a whole 368 days without seeing each other. But um, I want to say that it it takes a certain type of condition. And just because your husband or your, your significant other is a high value does not mean there's going to be side chicks. Uh, 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 that, you know, that whole, if he makes a lot of money, you have to deal with other women. You know, that, that statement is uh, so overused because that's not necessarily true. Uh, 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 um, the average guy is going to achieve. It, it, it depends on the person, who you are and who you're being with and what are you trying to, to achieve. I don't worry about my husband and other women. I, I understand that my husband is one of those types of men that are not, is not going to sacrifice his, 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 his goals for you know a few minutes of pleasure. It's, it's not worth it. He also knows that... Uh, it would be some smoke in the city, but that's not either here nor there. <laughs> I'm saying that the whole point of if I'm a high value man, there's certain things you have to deal with. We need to stop having that that conversation because that that's that that's just a cowardly uh, uh, excuse to say because I make a lot of money, I'm entitled to 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 have uh, other women or I'm entitled to. You're not entitled to any of that. I mean, uh, people, it, there's millions of rich men. Uh, we have Bill Gates. We don't hear any issues about him. We have LeBron James. We don't hear any right. issues. Well, I, I acknowledge that earlier. It's all about who the one person. I'm, I'm just saying, because what I'm not you directly, but in this space, a lot of men have talked about happy. If, if you're a high value man, 
these are the things you have to put up with. Well, let, me let me ask you. Let me ask you a personal on, question. One, one second, Truth. One second, because we do want to. We got some people waiting to chime in, so uh, I want to read the super chat, and then if I can give you sixty seconds to wrap up whatever you want to say in response to Mrs. Black, um, and then we want to get the other gentleman in as well, and then we'll we'll come back around. Why well, um, just really I just want to read the super chat real quick. Um, Big Mac, thank you for the super chat. He said, uh, fantastic brings up a good point about not letting a woman do anything because she gets lazier. And if I and if if I leave and if leave and when she leaves, she gets all your assets. Um, that's how the judge makes his decision. Um, thank you, Big Mac. I think he was saying uh, she gets lazier. And then when she leaves, she's going to take it all. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Ryan says uh, to give a different perspective. Perfect is the biggest obstacle to good. In this topic, high value is the obstacle to great value. If you're wait, if you're waiting around for high value, it may never come. You can build with a great value relationship. That's a great Absolutely. point, too, Ryan. And I think we touched on that. Like we're in no way. I specifically said that while a man is on the road to his purpose or to his greatest good, that he should find someone of equal value. So we understand that you know you're working towards it. You're just not there yet. Um, and if you feel as though while I'm working towards it, I deserve the best. What do you, what are you deserve when you make it there? Um, but thank you, thank you, Ryan, for the super chat. We appreciate you. I want to give Truth a chance, real quick, to respond to Mrs. Black, and then I got to get Sean in here. Okay. Uh, so well, Sean, and then um, Melanie Lion. Okay. Sorry. So so my question, uh, to, I guess it's kind of personal because you said your husband was gone a year, and you don't think he sleeps with other women, and maybe he doesn't. But so I guess my question, though, is, you know, as a man, I know it's going to be really hard for me to go a whole year without sleeping with any woman, and whether I'm married or not. And if I can't have sex with, with my wife, I'm sure going to want to have sex with somebody. And so is that something that you actually talked about with him? Because at some point, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it almost be better to say, you know, babe, if you're going to be gone a year, if you sleep with other women, just don't come get any STDs and no babies. And I don't want to hear about it. Just to kind of so so then it isn't a problem. Is that something that you even talk about with your husband? Okay, true. Uh, I'm gonna let my, her my, respond quickly, and then we're gonna get Sean in here because I don't want to get too deep into the weeds in her on personal this, business on on this on this call as well. Um, um I I would say it like this: uh, we're uh, we're very transparent in our relationship. We know uh, what respectful is. Uh, my thing is, I, I'm not in my husband's business like that. I, I mean, I mean. If he wants to chime in and say something, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I know, I know who I married when I married him. My husband and I were friends long before we got married. Uh, so I, I know what type of man he is. I know what type of morality he holds. I know what he's trying to achieve in life. I know what, um, what, what things are, are not tolerated on both of our ends. So um, it's a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Everything is a sacrifice, you know? So I, uh, I'll, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> ask the question, question. Thank you, Mrs. Thank you, question. Yes, we do. We, we talk about our boundaries and so on. But I mean, being in Afghanistan, it don't matter how much you want to be with another woman, that those options are extremely limited. And, and, and I always think to myself, my wife is at home in the States. She's able to have access to other men. So I want to set an example for the standards I expect her to keep by keeping a standard myself. And that's what being a leader is. 
and I have no reason to think that my wife is doing anything but being faithful to me, and I'm doing my best to make sure she thinks the same because we we do communicate that. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Paco. you so much. Appreciate you, mm. Sean. Go ahead and um, chime in, and then we're going to get um, Lion in, and then Nuradine. Okay. Um, my head is about to explode here, so I'll let me <laughs> catch my breath. Um, I, I keep hearing this thing about uh, men and women being equal, same level. Um, as I said earlier, when I uh, when I was making my point, men and women are not equal. I'm gonna say it again. Men and women are not equal. Now, that doesn't mean that men are better than women. That doesn't mean women are better than men. That just means that we are not equal. Miss um, Black says something about uh, LeBron James. Is LeBron James equal to Anthony Davis or the rest of the players on the Lakers? No, he's not because LeBron James is a better player. He's not, you know, that doesn't mean that he's better than the whole team. That just means that he's a better player. So therefore, the team puts the burden on his shoulder to lead them to the championship, to help them win games, you know? And so we, 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 I think we're making a mistake when we keep saying that uh, men and women are equal because they're not, you know, and, and we have to keep that in mind. Um, the guy that was on earlier, he said something about uh, coming into a relationship or marriages, you know, with it all being about finances is a bad thing. But guys, let's be real. Most marriages that end in divorce, they end because of finances. So, of course, Money is a big deal in relationships. It always has and it always will be. And now going back to the uh, topic, the original question, can a high value man uh, have the, uh, can a great value man have the same standards as a high value man? Yes, he can. And I'm gonna elaborate on that. Um, typically in relationships, men date down, women date up. Let's just be real guys, okay? A woman is more times than not, is not going to date a man that's on her level. A woman is going to want to date a man that's above her level for protection and for um, security. That's just always how it is. That's how dating typically is. Men typically are going to date a woman that's beneath him as far as socioeconomic status, meaning uh, one of the things that a man's going to look at first is her looks and her beauty. That's going to be the can I just interject real quick? Because it, it, it seems like a lot of misconceptions. Okay. If women are paying half the bills in the majority of the households, especially within Black America, are you are we really saying that women are dating um above their economic status? If women are paying half the bills, it's because it's a requirement, right? Uh well, yeah, but what but let's look at let's look at it this way. Men typically on average earn more money than women. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna go anecdotal and outliers here, men typically on average earn more money than women. Men are uh, earning more money than women, but aren't paying half the bills um or aren't paying the majority of the bills. If you have um a person that earns more than you would think that that person would be uh paying the majority of the bills, but that's just not the case. Um so most marriages uh men and women are bringing the same things to the table, right? Okay, so 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 are, so so are you telling me that in most uh, relationships and marriages they're 50-50 as far mm -hmm. as paying the bills? Because you're saying if you're using that as an outlier, but typically no, that's not an outlier. That when people talk about um, 
people not being equal in relationships um, where the woman actually gets to sit at home and she doesn't have to do anything but keep a house clean and, and bear children and this, that, and the third. I think those are outliers. And I think we put too much uh, focus on those people when that's just not our case within our country. Okay. And, and, and I understand and I understand what you're saying. But what, what I'm trying to say is what, this is what this is what I believe. I believe that in most relationships, the equal dynamic doesn't work. There's always have to be somebody has to lead the relationship. Somebody has to lead the household, which typically is the man. And what I believe is typically the woman supports the man. I'm not saying that the man is better than the woman. I'm just saying the man is the leader of the household and the woman is I, in the support. I, I'm not making any arguments toward that. I actually agree with that. I think I, I do think that the man should lead the household. I absolutely positively agree. But within re American relationship standards, um, people are and a lot of men are saying that men what that women are actually running the community. Um, a lot of men are saying that women are in leadership positions, this, that, and the third. And I've heard that a lot that the black community is comprised of being a gynocracy. And if you have um, a society that is ran by women, led by women, um, then that is essentially saying that women are in charge of black, of the black community. So, and, you know. And, and I, I don't believe that to be true. And, and, and what I want to say with that is, like, like I said earlier, women typically date up, men date down. Okay, 52% of the global population is women. 48% of the global population is men. I believe that's 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 the that's the uh, dynamic. Um, so that basically that means there are more women on this planet than there are men. I believe that men, whether you're high value or great value, you can. Better yet, a great value man can have the same standards as a high value man because if women are dating up and men are dating down, that tells me that women don't have a lot of options because there's not a lot of high value men. Men have a lot of options because there's a lot of women that he typically dates that's beneath him. So therefore, we have a surplus versus a scarcity. The surplus means that men can have more standards and demand more because there are more women to choose from. Women, I believe, can't really have the or demand those high value standards because there's a scarcity of men. So, and 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 I think that um, we're also we're we're uh, you're, you're looking at it from the uh, in lens that uh, what women want in a man and what men want in a woman are the same. That's not. They're different. A woman wants a man who, who can bring who who can bring as far as security and money and so forth. Okay, and women try to project that as far as what they think men want, and that's not the case. And I think that's where we're kind of getting confused here. Okay, okay. Um, I appreciate you. Yeah, and that's uh, Sean. Yeah. Okay. Um, next, we're going to get Lion in, then Nuruddin, and then we're going to start final comments. Um, Lion, what do you have? Yes. Um, hello. Yes. Um, yeah, with me, um, I have a little different perspective in a sense. You know, I'm Black American. I'm also East African, but I would say that I think it's like, it comes down to um, the culture. I think, and I think that, like, you know, the culture 
here in the um, in the West or in America is hella dis, you know, dysfunctional. And I think that uh, that you know a lot of the women or uh, the culture doesn't really raise you raise the women, you know, to be wise or be in a relationship. You know, a lot of the things in um, the culture is more about you know um, the sex more than it is about keeping and maintaining a relationship. So I think also, I think even with the dude making this amount of money and all this, you know, it's not as realistic because even like, you know, you look at the statistics, go to black um, demographic, demographic.com, you know, is, you know, most black dudes, um, only like 12% of black dudes are making 75,000 and over. And I think it's like 9% for women. And I think overall, like 20, 20 something percent for males um, in general, no matter what race. So I think the people that's not being realistic. And I think that, um, yeah, and I think the guys are, when you're looking for a woman, is, that, is she attractive? Is she feminine? Is she agreeable? And, um, and is she humble? So I think that, yeah, dudes are looking for that now about like, oh, this woman is like, you know, makes all this money and all this type of stuff. So a dude is looking for something, um, you know, different. And, you know, most, you know, and I think even with, a, you know, the whole housewife thing and all this, I mean, stuff like that, even like, you know, that was more in the West. Even we go to, like, you know, Africa or whatever, most of the women work, you know, it wasn't like, you know, everybody contribute to, you know, to the family, it's just not just all the women that stay at home, just not do nothing or something like that. That was more like a higher class, like elite um, society that had that, you know? You know, most, you know, I mean, most, you know, most even, um, uh, we call it, you know, the women are working in like, you know, agriculture, doing stuff, you know, the whole family can contribute. So I think that, uh, you know, so I think we just have to be realistic on some of these, you know, some of these issues, you know? Okay, um, really appreciate you coming through, Lion Melanick. Um, I do think you brought about some good points uh, about us definitely being realistic. So I appreciate you for your commentary. Um, Nuruddin, what are your thoughts? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, I was just responding to uh, Paco when he says that um, he believes in feminine, like, I, I think feminism or something like that. Yes, we'll allow you to respond, but keep in mind that wasn't really the topic. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just letting them know that yeah, feminin feminism was great for women, but what's happening is now is that what feminism is not uh is not telling these women is that when they make the worst decisions in life, especially not getting married young, especially, you know, doing all this crazy stuff that we see in the black community, that there are consequences for their actions. And the consequences are okay. You deal with um, you deal with uh, Pookie and Ray Ray. You end up with three kids with them. You know what? What man of any consequence is going to deal with you? You know. And the reason why they're coming on Kevin Samuel's show to get a high value man, and and the high value man is not all about money. I mean, the majority is, but it's not all about money. Is that um, they have respectability, and if they see that you're making the worst decisions ever. They're not going to want to be around that because not only do they have um, their reputation to deal with, they have to deal with the uh, the backlash that you they, they're looking at the, the bad choices that you made. That's the reason why 
these women are coming on to Kevin Samuels, and when they when he says, uh, "Would you submit to a man who's making forty to fifty thousand, maybe even sixty thousand dollars?" You know, they they shrug their nose at, at at guys like him. And I always say, you know, when these women have their lives destroyed, they're making the worst decisions ever. That's when they want the middle of the road guy. But even then, that middle of the road guy is not coming in to to save that because he's looking at when you make the worst decisions ever ever uh it's not it's not worth being it's not worth being with that woman and when in, in my definition when i mean submissive i mean listen if there's something going on outside if i tell you hey listen honey don't go outside right now there's a lot of things going on i suggest you stay in the house and if you you know you come back from work if you decide to work or whatever we're going to put our money in our, in our pot so that way the bills get paid and everything like that so that way you don't complain about oh well how come the water's off how come we don't have you know enough for the car payment and stuff like that i that's that's my definition of you know when i get with a woman when i when i mean submit because there could be a danger around the corner i'm seeing the danger and if you decide to argue with me and go out there and get and something happens to you and then you want me to come in and save you i'm not going to do that because if I'm warning you and I'm telling you that something is bad, bad, and you want to continue arguing with me, I'm going to just leave you to yourself. So, you know, with submission, it's not about, well, I, I want to grab her by the hair and, 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 and stick her in the, and stick her in the, uh, in the kitchen. She's going to be cooking meals and stuff like that. It's all about, we got to compromise. And if I see that there's a danger there, li- listen to, listen to your man. Don't, um, don't argue with the guy. Don't stop arguing. Stop stop having your shame, insult, guilt, and need to be right. So, Nerdine, we don't want to talk too much about submission. So, uh, and, no. and Paco actually left. So, um, I don't and, know if you also wanted to contribute to the actual topic at hand. Yeah, yeah, I want to contribute. It, the actual topic at hand, I think, is a great topic that you ladies are talking about. Is because, you know, the great value man is the one that's building. That's the one that's um, putting his life on the line, working these dangerous jobs. And a lot of, you know, especially sisters, they don't respect the great value man. They don't respect him at all until something bad's going down. And I think that, you know, the great value man should have some options. Now, if he's with a if he's with a woman who's who's uh, submissive and loyal to him, you know, um, you know, be with that woman. But if that woman is ungrateful, you know, it's time for the great value man to exercise those options. And that's the reason why a lot of these women are afraid. Okay. Right. okay. Well, thank you, Nerdine. Well, mm-hmm. Nerdine, uh, what are your final thoughts if you have any? Yeah, and we're, we're going to do final thoughts, but if you can keep your final thoughts to three minutes or less, please, and then we'll go to O, because I see he's coming off his mic, so he probably has to go. Go ahead, Nerdine, and then we'll have Obsidian. Well, um, I, I say this, you know, we're great value men. You know, I'm 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 kind I'm a great value man because I'm in the trades. I'm I'm getting my has whopper, and I'm also getting my hazmat for my license, so I can be a better, a, a greater value man, not just to myself, but to society. Um, ladies, take notice, you know, um, take notice of the great value man, because if you continue to go for that high value man, that high value man is not taking it. And the high value man and the great value man, they're talking to each other. And if you don't get with that great value man, you know, it's going to be over for you. You know, like Kevin Samuel says, you're gonna end up dying alone and all and all that good stuff, and you're gonna have to buy that dog. Um, 
just uh just just if you see that the great value man is doing what he's doing and and being successful stop putting the guy down okay because high value men even though they got a lot of money they're going to exercise those options great value man exercises options at, at the last resort so that's the last resort for that guy so that's all i got to say Thank you, Nerdine, for your contribution. Appreciate you. And thank you for coming up on the panel. Uh, next, we will have Obsidian provide his uh, final thoughts. Then we'll have Sean, then Roger. Um, oh, what are your final thoughts on the uh, overall discussion at hand? Yeah, um, several things. Number one, it seemed that the conversation veered off into this discussion about Roger Report's personal life how he orders his personal life with regard to a mate. So let me say this. I, I, I just don't care. Uh, my position has always been it's up to each individual black man to decide for himself what his life will be. He, he and he alone decides how things are running at home. Uh, if Roger Report wants to order his private life in a certain way and a lady comes along and buys onto that, great. They do what they do. And if not, the outcomes will bear that out. I say the same thing with regard, he's no longer here, but I say the same thing with regard to Paco, how he orders his life. He wants to order his life. That Great, they do that. I think a big problem in black America is that we're too invested in how we order our personal lives. I'm for letting everybody just, you know, work out their own arrangements and they do what they do and that's that. Instead of trying to police uh, what others do and you know i noticed paco was attempting to police other men instead just paco focus on what you do in your home you want to be a feminist in your home god bless you you do that roger report wants to do whatever he does guided by whatever you know compass that he has moral spiritual philosophical ideological whatever great he do that i think we need to focus more on what we're doing in our own home and and deal with that instead of trying to police what everybody else is doing or what they should be doing or what they need to be doing Furthermore, with regard to the question of feminism, my understanding of feminism is that it's about female choice, choice in what they want to do with their life, choice in who they want to reproduce with, choice in what they want to do with their body. My body, my choice. I agree with that. But what I find interesting with Paco's argument is that he wants to lambast brothers for either seeking advice from those who are not married or trying to dole out advice when they are not married. Well, the two ladies on the panel here aren't married either. Are they also disqualified, Paco? Because it ain't over till it's over. In a marriage, being engaged ain't enough. You got to have the paper signed. So I just find that interesting. The last thing I would say is this. What Kevin Samuels has revealed, and this goes back interestingly enough to the, to the feminism piece, what Kevin Samuels has revealed is that the fundamental flaw of feminism is that it rests on the assumption that all female choices are good choices, that, th that feminism is an unallayed good, that there are no downsides, no excesses, no trade-offs. And that's just not true. What I'm about to say will upset many of the ladies listening, but it has to be said. And this is what Kevin is bearing out night after night. Ladies, 
the choices you make in your young adult life can and will determine the trajectory of your life. You are not able to start over again the way men can. Men can screw their life up in their 20s, in their 30s, and start over and turn it around. Robert Downey Jr. is a case in point. It's hard for women to do that. Yes, it's unfair. Yes, it's hypocritical. Yes, it's a double standard, but it's true. There are people, there are entire venues and avenues, and yes, men, who you cut yourself off from if you make the wrong choices in your teenage and early adult life, if you have kids too early, if you don't go to good schools where the future high-value men, for the most part, they're notable exceptions, I am one, but in the main, where the future high-value men of tomorrow are in big numbers. If you don't make the right choices in your teenage and 20-something year years, you will screw up your life. That's harsh to say, but it's true. And you got a lot of black women that are trying to call Kevin up at the 11th hour and say, please, Obi-Wan, help me. You're my only hope. I'm sorry. He ain't Obi-Wan Kenobi and you ain't Princess Leah. That's it. Wow. Uh, thank you, Obsidian. <laughs> um, yeah. If you guys uh, don't know, um, Obsidian does have a book. It's called The Book of Obsidian. It is available. Where Obsidian? On Amazon. Obsidian, where else can they get the books? Are you still doing autograph copies? I most certainly am. I'll put the link in the, in the uh, chat room where everybody can get it. I just got a big shipment just the other day. It's Half of it's already gone. So uh, if you want to get a signed copy of the book, I'll put the link in the chat room and you can get it. Outstanding. Thank you. Oh, we appreciate you. That was a very powerful closing. So thank you for that contribution. Uh, we got a super chat. We want to read them. We'll let Sean chime on in. Uh, Ryan, thank you for the super chat. He says, preach obsidian. Also, feminism doesn't talk about the accountability of choice as well. Thank you for the super chat, Ryan. Um, Sean, what do you have on the uh, overall discussion? Oh, damn. Um, how do I follow that up from Obsidian? <laughs> but, uh, already did. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Um, yeah. Uh, all I have to say is I'm going to be quick. Um, whether you're a great value man or if you're a high value man, um, all I got to say is uh, just um, be comfortable in your masculinity as a man. Stick your chest out. Um, know the value that you bring uh, as a man to the on this earth. Uh, don't 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 be a don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed of uh, being a man and uh, being comfortable in your masculinity. And uh, yeah, and that's it. And just don't be like Kid Cudi and put a dress on. That's all I got to say. Oh, that part. Ooh, <laughs> thank you, Sean. Um, yeah, we appreciate also, you. I just quick want to say I found you guys' channel by way of Jessica X. I'm very glad oh, I did. And I, I'm a fan. I, I love the content y'all are bringing, and y'all will definitely be seeing a lot more of me. So thank you, thank you, and thank you, Jess, for shouting us out. She be hooking us up, shouting us yes. out, and ensuring that people check out the channel. We appreciate you. Yes, yeah. outstanding. Um, right. Shout out to Jr. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Oh, I just want to say, I just want to say, well, say have a good day, ladies. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. Really you appreciate do the same. you. 
that was dope, real dope. Um, shout out to Jr. He said it took me 13 years to get really get the right opportunity to make it in rap. I wasn't going to make a few songs and be out the game. Um, this is quoted by DMX. Um, rest in peace. Um, you know what, Jr. We said the same thing. We weren't gonna do a few shows and let them kick us out the game. We was gonna Man, come listen. in and bring it to y'all <laughs> ass, and that's what we've been doing every single show. Ain't that right, Rosal? Mm. Yeah, y'all pretty good. I can I can say that. <laughs> That's y'all right. Pretty good. Y'all pretty good. <laughs> you know, real talk, real talk. Y'all are pretty good. Um, I just I just want to say, um, well, first of all, for, for all, all of those who uh who uh watch me, because I did say I was gonna go on after the breakdown. I didn't know y'all was going on so early. So I'm gonna start at three. Uh, Central Time, y'all. So if y'all planning on coming to my show, I'm going to start that at 3 o'clock because I said I was going to go on right after y'all. So technically, I'm going on after the breakdown, but it's going to be a little gap because I want to go from one place to another. So I'm, uh, I'll am start that mm-hmm. at 3 if y'all want to come over. And that's for the, the you know, for the w- women who want to talk, talk to me about whatever I'm pushing on my show. Um, mm. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. Um, when it, when it comes down to it, uh, we if we all pay attention, you know, even when people take shots at me, now I get Paco was trying to take like little subliminal shots at me. I personally don't care because see when 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 you remove the man and just stick to the principles, stuff stay the same. And whether we like it or not, the man really just came right back around to what I had already said. And why do I say that men need to you know what I'm saying handle finances in the home? See, a lot of folks look at stuff and they look at it from a negative connotation. But if you look at stuff from a positive connotation and you actually start looking at what love is, you see a whole different picture. Okay. Any woman that I've allowed to live with me, she never had a problem with money. Why? Because all she had to do was tell me about it. You see what I'm saying? That was a luxury she had. If something came up financially, she just tell me. I figure out how to make whatever that problem is go away. She didn't have that issue. Have I dated women that don't work? Sure, I have. Because if you look good, I'm going to approach you based on what you look like. It's your character that's going to keep you there. But if you look looking good, just gets you, gets you in the dope. Okay? And if, if I like you enough to bring you in, just like I will for a wife, if I like you enough to make you my wife, as long as I have an able body and an able mind, she'll never have to worry about anything from a financial standpoint because that's my job. Okay? And a lot of folks don't don't understand that Women see financial things a lot differently than men on most occasions. I'm talking about general sense. You always got an exception to the rule. But women who are in marriages for 40 years and better, because I know a lot of those folks and I'm related to a lot of those folks. When it come down to it, women, don't ha- they never had problems with bills. If they got a bill, they just gave it to their husband. He figured it out. She never had to worry about something when it came in the context of money. If her if her car had a problem, she told the man. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I was in an accident today. I messed up my bumper. She tell him. He tells her how he's gonna get that problem resolved. A lot of women don't want to be loved because they don't understand. Love means a man is gonna take care of it for you. That is one of the main ways men display love. And women not being accepting of love is their issue. Notice when I said what I was doing, even though Paco was doing the same thing I'm doing, he took it in a total different context because that's that's his emotional viewpoint of it. But he's doing the same thing I'm saying. But at the end of the day, he couldn't accept it, it comes from love because it's from me instead of him. 
you know, and maybe that's because he's, you know, he's a self-promoted feminist, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? I, I personally don't, don't worry about no feminism, not in America, because ain't no rights that women don't have in America that men have. They literally have more rights than men because they have reproductive rights that men don't have. So I ain't really concerned about no feminists. We all, we only equal playing field as far as the rules are concerned. Now, how they apply it, that's different. But as far as the rules are concerned, we're already on an equal playing field, except women have an advantage when it comes to reproductive uh, rights. So I don't see why I need to be concerned with feminism. But at the end of the day, if a woman has an issue, you know what I'm saying? Now, it, one young lady who had an issue with, uh, you know what I'm saying, that she, she lived with me. She had a credit card that, she, that, that uh, she owed money on. She made an arrangement with the credit card people. You know what I'm saying? And I get that. She did that because... In her mind, her owing them money is, is some big deal and all that type of stuff. She worried about her credit. Now, I told her in the future, don't make arrangements with people. You tell me, I'll make the arrangement. But she was with a man that loved her. So regardless of the arrangement that she made with them about her money that she owed on her credit card, because she was under my leadership, her problems go away. It didn't make no difference what the arrangement was. I still made it just go away. She didn't have to pay nothing on it. That simple. See, a lot of folks don't understand what love is, and they talking from an aspect where it's not love involved, or we're talking from an aspect of we're going to get together, but we're going to break apart. No, there's some, certain women just don't deserve marriage, and it's, and it's that simple, and if you don't want to give them marriage, just don't give it to them. Any woman who deals with me, she's going to understand her job is to take care of me. When we have kids, sure, she'll take care of kids. Now, if she want to work, that's fine. I don't care about if she wants to work or not. The only thing I care about is why is she working? Is she working for the betterment of, of me or is she working for herself? The reason that a lot of marriages fails is because a lot of those marriages have women who are on their own agenda and they're not on an agenda with that man. Her job is to be his help me, period. Okay. You don't have to take it from a biblical sense, but why would a man take on a responsibility of taking care of a wife who has no intention of helping him? That don't make sense. And if a woman goes outside the home and work for anybody, she's literally helping somebody make money so they can provide a better lifestyle for their family. Why would you want somebody else's family to win and not your own? That's absolutely ludicrous. Now, when it comes to the high value stuff, should women take Kevin Samuels advice? Sure. Why not? I just think the sad part about his show is that you have too many people calling in over basic stuff which I say all the time, four bases, too many kids out of wedlock, being overweight, being, you know what I'm saying, too much in, in, in debt and, and having a bad attitude. If most, if the women could get past them four basic things, I'm pretty sure Kevin can, can, Kevin can get really deep into some other things that it would take to be with a high value man. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't like it because they don't want to respect the fact that he is a high value man. He's talking on a level that other people aren't. And so they take offense to it or they want to say that he's wrong. The man is a man who's willing to marry somebody. He's already said that he's been married twice. So it's not like he a guy that ain't willing to marry somebody. It's not like he don't have clients at, at the high level, excuse me, at the high value man mark. He, he deal with all that type of stuff. So what he's saying is real. The sad part is women can't even get the basics down. And he doesn't talk to enough women at this particular point in time that no woman really should be calling in if she's overweight. No woman really should be calling in if she got kids out of, out of wedlock like or kids from another relationship until them kids are already grown and gone. 
he done there with enough calls where women should have an understanding that having a bad attitude is not going to work. And he done there with enough calls where if you got too much debt going on, you need to get rid of that first and then call this show. The, the sad part is it shows black women ain't even respectful of the elite men of society. That's what it really showing. Now, when it comes to what men are requiring, men can require whatever they can pay for. Because at the end of the day, you're going to pay as a man. That's the way our society works from a general standpoint. When you get a woman, you pay. If you take on a date, you pay. If, if, you, go, if you get a house, you're going to pay. For those women who are making money and they want to deal with a man who makes less money to them, keep in mind, that's their decision. They want to live at a lifestyle level that that man cannot afford, even though they could wait till the man could afford it. But that's on them at the end of the day because they still choosing to be in that relationship. And that's their choice. And I, my thing is, unless, unless we're going to take choice away from women, men can't make that their problem. If I can't provide what you want, you got to go find a man who can give you what you want. It is not my fault that I can't provide what you want when I meet you. Same way, it's not my fault if you don't have what I'm looking for when I meet you. It's not my fault. It's not my problem. I'm going to keep on moving on. Now, am I going to talk crazy about the woman who, who wants something else? No. Now, for me, I grew up in, I grew up in Chicago. Michael Jordan been the man. Uh-uh, uh-uh, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just wrap it up, Come on. Okay, go. I'll wrap it up for you. But I'm saying, as a man who grew up in Chicago, Michael Jordan had always been the man. We ain't shooting at the same bass. I'm pretty sure he talks to women that I don't talk to. You know what I'm saying? So ain't no reason for no man to be hating on some other man for getting some woman because he doesn't achieve stuff. It don't make a difference why he achieved it. If he, he had a natural gift of height, you know what I'm saying? He could play in a uh, uh, pro athletes, get in the music industry, or just have a very successful business. It don't even make no sense. But at the end of the day, if women don't like what a man can offer them, her job is to not be with that man. You can't tell a man not to have standards. He can have any kind of standard he want, and it don't make no difference as long as he can pay, such as a Biggie Smalls. Big old fat guy. He definitely we, we got you, darling. We got you. Right, we got right. you. We got you. I promise you. I see y'all at three. o'clock. Y'all take care. Y'all have a great day. Appreciate you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. We're Rob. definitely trying to get out of here. We appreciate you. Though. I feel you. I feel you. Go ahead. Uh, you want to read the super chats first, Danny? Shout out to Wash Skinner. He says to all the great value men out there, you can have everything the high value men have, including an eight, nine, or a dime. The high value men can't get them all. Thank you so much. We appreciate you, Wash Skinner. Concrete. What are your final thoughts? Let's roll, baby. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this has been a very interesting conversation. I'm actually enjoying it, but my fiance surprised me and he is grilling out. So I need to go to the store and get some sides because the meat is done and I'm waiting to wrap up the show. So um, I just want to say just some very good perspectives that were um, highlighted. I do want to say that no one here is telling men or forcing men to change their standards. But while we're at it, since we are saying that, you know, men shouldn't be told how to modify their standards and can have whatever standards they want, so the hell can women. Stop telling women to modify their standards then. I don't care how ugly, how many kids she has, how fat, how sloppy, how trifling, how ghetto, how project she is. Allow her to have whatever standards she wants since that's the page that we're, they're op we're operating on. Let let's do that for both, both parties. Um, in addition to that, um, I do think that, you know, we got off on just 
so many different tangents that had nothing to do with the relate uh, with the topic. And I was kind of like, how did we get here? Talking about feminism and Roger's personal life and yada, yada, yada. But um, I do think that Black women are going to Kevin Samuels as some kind of Hail Mary. I don't think that overweight Black women, no matter how they see it work out for other women that come on his show are going to stop going on there. I don't think that women who hit the wall will stop going on there. They are looking for validation. Kevin is an attractive man. Kevin has, uh, you know, a lot of notoriety and popularity. He, you know, carries himself in such a way that women want to be validated by him. So um, I think that, you know, women who don't fit the mold will still come to him seeking validation in hopes that they will, uh, in hopes that he will um tell them that they're worthy so yeah that you know that's just what it is but i also wanted to say that we're not at all disagreeing with the premise of what kevin samuels is saying we're just examining it on the other side as danny highlighted earlier kevin has done that too um we don't have to have you know um this empirical data in order to make that examination we're using what we see with our own eyes in this space very regularly conversations that we've engaged in with men on our panel repeatedly you can go Go back and listen to our videos and you can find anything to support the arguments that we're making that there are men who are not yet high value though they might be one day um and they're um they are adamant about the fact that they deserve uh whatever it is that high value men deserve and i just feel like if you are um making that argument when you become high value then what you wh then what like there's nowhere to go from here um and i do think that you know it's it's kind of um a stretch to think that you are on the road to being your greatest self and you still have a ton of work to do but you want perfection that's absolutely insane to me and you know i stand behind everything that i've said as it relates to uh, men needing to be more reasonable um in their standards in addition to that um <sighs> That's essentially all I'm going to say, because I don't want to carry this on and on, because I do have to go to the store. But this was a good conversation. I actually enjoyed it. I'm so thankful to everyone who came and take part, uh, came to take part in the conversation. We had some very good perspectives that were brought up and some things that made me reflect and um, view things differently. So I'm appreciative of all y'all. Thank you for everybody who super chatted. And thank you to the dope chat. Um, shout out to everybody who came through. Um, special shout out to Mace Tagger for the cash app. Thank you so much, Mace. Um, shout out to everybody who came through. Appreciate you guys. Um, shout out to everybody who came through in the chat and especially to those who super chatted us. If you have not joined us yet, you should um, because we will start doing members only chats in the future. So you definitely, 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 definitely want to be a part of that. Um, hopefully we will see you guys next Wednesday. Um, be sure, be sure, be sure to come through next Sunday because we we got some yeah, so we, we got it in the pipeline. Mm, mm. We got it in the pipeline, and you know we're coming back with another dope ass topic on Wednesday. So hopefully we'll see you there. Everybody have a great start to their week, and be safe. We're out. Peace.